Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hello guys um yeah i'm here um i've started listening to this to this uh girl group this uh they're not idols but this girl group called um atarashi gako because i'm finding a new hobby now that stardom sucks. Okay. What is it? Pop stand? No, they're they're really good. Uh, J-pop, but close. Ah. Um, no, they're dope. I, I think they're they're really good. Um, it's really funny because actually, uh, I I've been listening to them the past few days, and then last night, Zavi retweeted them, and I was like, me and that dude are the same motherfucker. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you two are are a little bit too similar sometimes. Yeah. Well. We're gonna we're gonna see how true that is in the coming weeks. <laughs> God bless. I, I, you you're in for a good time, or a time. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna be good. I can't. I wouldn't there's lie an, to you like There's that. an announcement coming soon of me doing more audio for your your listening pleasure, um, if you want to call it that. I wouldn't, but <laughs> if you want to. Um, that'll be coming soon. Hopefully next week. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned. All right. Okay. Uh, so in, in uh, our typical fashion, we have a review to read. And this time we're going to read it at the start because I actually made sure to check before we started the episode. <laughs> so go me. And this is from Shum from Canada. We are over in Canada. I don't know if you know this. Canada, Big Canada, in Canada. Loves us. We are the hearts. We are like the Bret Hart. Um, we're like Mia Momono? Yes, Mia Momono. La, uh, most famous member of the Heart Foundation. Um, now, this review is five stars. It says, the best. Uh, been a wrestling fan for longer than Alex and Dylan have been alive. <laughs> and I still learn something from them ev- nearly every episode. Uh, really helped me familiarize myself. And not just stardom, but the Joshi scene as a whole after years away. Also, the show is hilarious. Dylan's inability, inability to understand the concept of serving kills me every time. <laughs> best, best ongoing bit, whether intentional or not. It is not intentional. He doesn't get it's it. Not. He is too straight for that. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Work. I very man, and and this was this was. Uh, can I, can I reveal something that you tweeted on private that I thought was really funny? Depends on what it is, but yeah. Um, it was it was about straight people. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so <laughs> so last night, and like I didn't even respond to it because like I saw it like late at night and I was tired and I was like I'm not. I. <laughs> Alex tweeted, uh, like, subtweeted somebody on his private and said, we need to stop straight people from doing podcasts. And then, like, three minutes later, he responded to it saying, sorry, Dylan. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> We're recording tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I just found that so funny. Because I was like, damn. <laughs> That's crazy. At least I said sorry. But I, mean, I agree. You know. No, I, I, I mean, I don't disagree. Um, But, yeah. There, there is a, there's a disconnect there. Serving, I vaguely understand. Vague understanding. Mm, it's about like, like, 
like Lucha, right? You know what I mean? I don't watch Lucha, but I know who Titan is. So like, that's my understanding of serving. Um, he's like, I kind of, eh, not really, no. you know. Well, um, like if Titan is your, your um, example of serving, then you definitely don't get it. Like, no, Teton's not my example of serving. Wait, first of all, Teton is serving. Mm, uh, I think Mystico you're wrong. is right there. Have you seen Mystico's Corp okay, robe? Like that is serving. Uh, Mystico oh, no, is have, serving. Have you seen Mystico's uh, tribute mask to um? Oh my God, what was his name? Pero. Do, do you know who I'm talking about? Like the guy who created uh, Pero's demo. I know him, yeah, but I don't or think Del I've Mo. seen the mask. Yeah. Mystico has a mask that's just the Mystico mask, but it's like cut. It's like the the three thing? lines through okay. it. Yeah, the the wolf looks so dope. It's like one of the coolest masks I've ever seen. Sounds great. Um, that's our that's our lucha tangent for a moment. Um, but yeah, I think Titan's serving. Yeah, but like Mystico is right there, <laughs> so he can't not really be yes. serving. But I mean, like, yeah. If you fo- if you can two if wait you... wait okay wait a minute wait a minute can two people not be serving at the same time Mariah May well, and Mina. Doesn't See, that completely they can, point? But when you're just throwing an example out there, usually you would go to the most prominent one, and Titan is not the most prominent one. So, question: Master Wado serving or he's not? He's just beast. He he's beyond serving. Yeah. He's just a beast. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. Uh, I obviously we're going to get into all the things we didn't like about this weekend. Um, but I will say probably my favorite moment of the weekend was Master Wado having his, I would call it a Mayu moment, because, like, I was rooting for Despi and Teton and Mike Bailey. I was rooting for, like, a bunch of people that weren't Master Wado. When Master Wado won, I just couldn't stop smiling. Like, I was just like, man, this guy, this guy's great, and he's he deserves it. And uh, the only person I've ever really felt like that with is Mayu. So, like, on a way lesser degree for Master Wado, but shout out to Master Wado. For winning best of super juniors uh oh yeah wrestler. Uh, shout out chris Stotlander too hope she kicks down the forbidden door she's yes. she's cool we stardom you can work with aw now we got chris back it's all right you guys <laughs> you guys can do it now um anyway uh if you uh if you like the show please check out the five star network uh five star network.co is where all the articles and podcasts are we cover a lot of stuff from across the world of wrestling there's two articles gone up over the past few days, one about some dude in Dragon Gate that I've never heard of, and one about Sonata. So, I mean, we've got you covered for everything. Uh, so just check that out if you if you want more from, you know, wrestling around the world, because there are some really cool podcasts on the network, not not including what, us. I wouldn't. What Alex didn't mention is that I was the one who wrote the Sonata article. Well, that was you've all been me. hyping it, it up on me, baby. the show for like three weeks now. I assumed that yes. was... <laughs> I figured yes. people would know. But it's finally here. It's finally here. Congrats. The Sonata Manifesto is finally here. Um, I'm really proud of it. Even though every time I go back and read an article, I crit- criticize every single thing about it, and I hate it. Um, but that's okay. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, it took a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of care. Um, I'm happy I finally got it done. It, it ended up around 4,500 words, I want to say. Um, because I talked about basically everything except for like evil. Um, but yeah, I'm really proud of it. If you guys want to go check that out, even if you're not big New Japan fans, if you're a fan of mine, I would very much, very much appreciate it. Maybe we'll learn something, you know, because I, I am a big Sonata fan. I've been a big Sonata fan for a long time, and it meant a lot to me. So yeah, check that. Alrighty. out. Alrighty, now on to the world of stardom, which has been quite interesting over the past seven days. Um, one of the big things is that, as we kind of expected last week, we had kind of mentioned it, they did announce the participants for the five-star Grand Prix this year. 
um, in kind of a big notable change. They've reduced the blocks. They are blocks of 20 people, uh, which is obviously two of uh, 10 each, we assume. They could do four blocks of five. Who the hell knows? But I assume it'll be two blocks of 10. Man, that would be so crazy if, because I like my idea this entire time has been, oh, just do four blocks and keep it at, you know, like, you know, a yeah. high number of competitors. If they decide to do four blocks of five, just to fuck with me, <laughs> take it out all of like the mid carters I liked, but it's like, you know what, we'll do four blocks still. That would be crazy. That would be the most startling thing to ever do. Um, now, the 18 participants currently announced for the tournament are Mayu Iwatani, Hazaki, Utami Hashishita, Azumi, Sayakamitani, Natsuko Tora, Starlight Kid, Momo Watanabe, Julia, Micah, Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, Siori Ano, Siori Mirai, Amisore, Mina Shirakawa, and Suzu Suzuki. So they said, we are going all hitters. And I'm sorry, and um, I mean I I'm I'm okay with that. Like it's that like yeah, seventeen out of eighteen people there are are really good to great, and then you know I mean Ami isn't going to be that bad, so I I'm I'm okay with this lineup. Uh, the final two spots in the tournament are going to be decided by a rumble on the what's the show June eighteenth, is it? Yes. So there's a five star GP. June, yeah. June 18th or is it? No, it's the 18th. The at uh, the Bell Sal oh. Uh The five star GP Rumble. Uh, this is these are the participants: Koguma, Momokogo, Saeida, Hina, Miyu Amasaki, Lady C, Mai Sakurai, Tekla, Saki Kashima, Fukigen Death, Ruaka, Wakaskiyama, Mariah May, May Sarah, Unimizumori, Hanako, and Aya Sakura. So only two of those people are going to make it in to the tournament so you're gonna have a big absence either way and uh quite notably there is no hanan there is no rena so hanan she's she's taking time off for an injury but she is she is on shows for the next like two weeks and then she's leaving oh yeah like she's on the new blood card and she's on some of the house shows and then she's going no 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 she she said that she's off the new blood card why haven't they announced that I have no idea, but oh, she tweeted. Yeah, because she's, she's still on all the cards for like every show <laughs> up to a certain point. So I don't know what they're doing there. It is weird that Hina is in it, but Rena is not. Like, cause like if like, so, so I don't know if you guys know, some injuries are not Rina, genetically transferable. Some people have said Rena is in, and it's just the translations don't include her. But I don't, I don't see how that would happen. Um, that nobody has seen Rena, but you never know. She she could be in it, and the translations are just weird. Oh wait, maybe yeah. So I think I read it wrong. So due to injury, I will be absent from games from the fourth. New Blood on June second, and Utsunom- Utsunomiya on June third will right. be lively. Uh, th- these are Google. So, yeah, so she is on the like cards, the... and then she's going. Yeah. So that's yeah. Odd. But either way, no Hanan, which is a big absence because last year wasn't it Rossi put out a tweet where he was like, oh, she's going to be in the GP next year. She's going to kick ass. And we were like, let's she's, go she's keep, yeah. right into it. it. Like, and then she won on the pay-per-view last week and it was like, let's go. Let's get into it. And now she's missing the entire tournament, which maybe it's just one of those injuries where you say, okay, if I take time off, it'll heal. And what better time than when there's a tournament? So maybe it's one of those. And she was yeah. planned. And I will say, I think pretty much everybody uh, saw from a mile away that 
this whatever the qualifying league was going to be was mm-hmm. Hanan's to win. Um, so we are all kind of like, oh, wow. Um, now that we know that like half the roster isn't in the five star, it makes a little bit more sense because it's hard to it's not hard to fight for Hanan's spot over some other people. But it is like harder because like you need a Mariah May in there. I feel like Mariah May is the one that. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know who gets there. the spots because you would assume it will be the high speed. You'd folks. assume it was new people. That too. There. Yeah. That. So I, the five star being shredded, uh, being you know toned down, has pros and cons. Obviously, um, when I first like saw it, I was way more like, oh, this is like a net negative, um, mostly because stardom. You know, and and I said this last week, but now it feels even more necessary to remind. Stardom is a tournament company now. They have four tournaments throughout the year. There's basically only, you know, six weeks throughout the year that doesn't have some tournament like coming or going. You know, I mean, like it's it's very rare that there isn't a tournament on somebody's mind in Stardom. Um, so having people out of like the biggest tournament of the year, having someone like Tekla not in it. Having someone like Kogma not in it, uh, having someone like Maysara not in it, having a lot like it's not great when you have a native roster, right? Um, and New Japan does it, you know. I mean, they they do it so that it's like uh, very confined, and it's like okay, these are the C block people, right? Where it's like back in the day, you used to have you know uh, Aaron Hanare, Chase Owens, all of the terrible people mm. you don't want to watch wrestle. Um, Back in the day, there was like David Finley. He was he was good in that role, where they would just be the tag wrestlers who would tag with the people who are in the com- in the tournament and be like their second, right, um, for their preview tags. That works, but when you have a roster of this size that isn't necessarily like big enough to like support that, uh, you know, like Hogan was just not going to be doing anything for a while. You know, what I mean, like, and that's a bit, it's a bit shit. That's a shame for people who are big Koguma fans. Um, and I think Koguma has taken a, a back seat lately, but I think it's even more prevalent for someone like Tekla, uh, someone like Maysara, who really could use the reps uh, in singles matches. Uh, th- there are a lot of people that they have to fit into two. Yes. Right. And considering that the five star is kind of the tournament that the company revolves around, having this many absences from it, I would say is an overall negative. Obviously, it, it makes it far more like sustainable makes it way more watchable for a normal person i watched all 156 matches last year i'm a psychopath so you know i get not wanting to do that 91 matches is far more doable than 156 plus a qualifying league um but i I, yeah when i saw that i was like oh man that's like that's a lot of missing people you know like that that's it's it's missing a good yeah, I mean, you're it's not just the undercarders. You're like gonna struggle for like mid-carders. people to to lose as well. I mean, you're putting in all the heavy hitters here. Yeah. like who finishes? Like, does Azumi pass yeah, four like, points? Who, you know who what I mean? Bottom like, of the block, like Momo Watanabe, it's Natsupoi. You know, it's it's an interesting one. They've taken out a lot of the middle of the pack, and it's very top heavy. But in a company where people losers, like that yeah. rarely lose, it's it's very interesting to see who's going to take the pinfalls. Um, but I would imagine yes. X and double X will be like Saki, Kashima, 
Koguma, Tekla, that range, because they're the spoilers, they're the night off. Because um, you do need a night off in a tournament like yeah, this. Yeah, I feel like... Um, so there's going to be somebody in there who is just a mid-carder who loses and then rolls up Siri or something. Um, but it's it's kind of an interesting one. I, I, I feel like it's it's prime for a new uh, entrance. My, my guess is either Mariah May Tekla or Give them way May, too May much Sarah. credit here. Um, because are... I feel like if they wanted Mariah in, she'd be in. Yeah, but but that's what I mean. Is that if they want Saki Kashima and she'd be, that's, that's why I'm like, these does Saki people, really need to win a they'd rumble? They'd be in. Um, like something like Saki qualifying is it kind of makes sense because you need somebody for the to make the rumble draw. <laughs> um, but I feel like Mariah May or, or Mace Era, who are new, they would just be in. But I don't. I don't know. I feel like Mace Era is gonna gonna maybe gonna win the rumble. Not win the rumble, but she's gonna. Be I would hope so. She's cool. Tournament. Um. Cause yeah, and that's that's the other thing. So there there are two other problems that I kind of had with it. Um, one is more theoretical. Sorry, uh, one is a bit more theoretical. But one issue that the G one climax has been suffering uh, until this year because there's so many young lines coming in is that because they have a high floor, like a high floor, and it's like okay, it's very hard to get into this tournament. Um, until last year, I guess Jonah was in it. Jesus. Um, but it's very hard to get in, so it makes it. Like, okay, these are going to be the people in it every year. <laughs> like, these are going to, this is going to be the same tournament for a couple years because you don't really have that, uh, you know, undercard that shuffles in and out. You don't have a Lady C replacing a Zaida. You don't have a Rena maybe coming in because she's future champion. You don't have this or that. Uh, it's just, it's just the heavy hitters, like you said. And the heavy hitters are going to be heavy hitters for a minute, realistically, unless all of them retire. Knock on wood. Um, so it could get a bit stagnant, but that's obviously like a theoretical. Um, people get upset with me when I, you know, just assume that bad things will happen in the future because of something that they are doing now. So I'm not going to say that's going to be bad, but it's a possible problem because the G1 has suffered that. Um, and two, yeah, like you said, there's no spoilers. And that's kind of like part of the fun. There's no day off, days off. Uh, there's no Kishikai Sen. There's no Kuma Roll. Uh, there's no nothing, really. I mean, it's it's okay, a zoomy to an extent. That's it. She doesn't and, do that as much. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I feel like if kids winning a match, she she needs like she can't just get her ass beat. <laughs> she never does. You know, what I mean, like that's yes. just not how they run kid matches. I wish she did. That'd be really fun. But they just don't. Unless it's Julia, she doesn't just get her ass beat and then mirac- miraculously win the match. Um, whereas like Koguma does that. Death does that. I'm not saying Death needs to be in, but Death does that. Um, Saki does that. And I think Maysera could do that. So, you know, when there's only so many f- spots still available, not a lot of spoilers, I do think it makes for a, a bit less of a flavorful tournament. That being said, all heavy hitters looks like a great tournament, like just from a you know participant standpoint. I've been saying they haven't been running singles matches, and it's clear that they're going to give away all of the singles matches you want to see for the most part uh or half of them i guess because you know two blocks but that's dope uh there are a lot of dope things about this but i do think when you build a when you build a schedule revolving around a tournament having so many people out of it is a bit of a strange move it makes sense but it's 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 a move yeah i mean it's a it's a dog eat dog world i guess even though i don't know what the basis is 
yeah. Can is kind of meta. Definitely. Um, okay. Flattened. That is that's cool. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I definitely think it'll, I will miss some of the mid carders, especially like the better ones, because they provide some of the fun. But, you know, if the tournament is just constant cool matches, I don't think anyone would complain. But uh, that's obviously a very hard thing to pull off. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see for the blocks and the schedule, because that could really kind of play a part. I hope they do the um, I hope they do the staggered entry thing again because that makes it a lot more unpredictable. You know, like last year when Hazuki went like six and zero, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, she's winning the thing," and then she didn't in the end. Mm -hmm. But that would have been a lot more easy to see if everybody was wrestling as it went on. Like if she was six and zero and Julia was three and three or whatever. But because she was six and zero and Julia was like one and two, yeah. it was like, "Oh shit." Right, so I hope they keep the staggered entry thing going because I think that I thought that added a lot of excitement. I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I like that as much as just the clean cut, like having it more balanced. Like I, I think that's that's one thing is, um, I like, and I mean they're not going to be live, so it doesn't really matter. So you know, whereas you're, you just kind of watch it when you can. Um, but I do prefer it when it's a bit more like structured than that because it, it i mean you know how my brain works when it comes to tournament math that shit drove me insane <laughs> last year's i was like i was having an aneurysm because it made it made my brain hurt um because i was trying to figure out okay but she has three matches to catch up fun. and hazuki's here that's way better but then than they can, seeing and then through the, everything it's fun but it, it also I feel like hurts seeing right through all the stories they're trying to do is worse but that's just me um that's enough on the five yeah, star though uh, a lot of announcements for the next kind of month or two. Uh, they've announced some of the matches for their next two pay-per-views, the first of which is on June 25th in Yoyogi Stadium, uh, the second gymnasium. This is running against Forbidden Door, right? Or it's like the day of Forbidden Door. So people announced mm -hmm. for this will not be on Forbidden Door. Uh, I don't expect Stardom to be on it anyway, but here's your confirmation these people aren't on it. So we have Artists of Stardom Championship cage match, Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla defending against Mai Uwatani, Hazuki, and Koguma. Wait, did you say cage match? Yeah, it's a cage match. They're running the two cages again? They're doing that again? Indeed. Um, then we have Jeez. Queen's Quest versus Uedotai all-out war cage match. Utami Hayashishita, Saya Kamatani, Azumi, Lady C, Hina, and Miyu Amasaki versus Natsuko Tora, Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, Saki Kashima, Raka, and Rina. And in a special tag match, we have Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, and Kairi versus Micah, Suzu Suzuki, and May Sarah. So, why? Because they are all <laughs> awesome. And Micah is probably beating Tam. But, no, no. Alex, there is one pay per view, and Tam is defending both of her belts once before the five star. No, she... Not both of her belts, one of the belts. Yeah. That sucks. We, Dylan, that is we have the problem. To save that for later. We have more stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah. that's the that's the card for Stardom Shun Sunshine 2023. As I said all those people. Cool name, it is. Way. It's nice. Uh, and all those three people will not be on Forbidden Door. Um, for Stardom Midsummer Champions 2023 at the Yokohama Budokan on July 2nd, we currently have a Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Tam Nakano defends against Mirai. And in a high-speed championship match, Saki Kashima defends against Fukigen Death. And that's all for that show. So, 
I would expect um, we get more announcements for that one at the Yoyogi show. Like, somebody will challenge for the artist belts when that match finishes. It'll probably be a big match with Queen's Quest or something. Uh, Kyrie might be doing if more. They are still around. It will still be around. Don't do this to me. Um, but yeah, we will. I, I suspect we won't know a lot about that Yokohama Budokan card until June 25th. So um, that'll be risky. Yeah. Um, Stardom have announced the cards for most of the shows next month. There's not a whole lot to take away from it. They are doing Meltier versus Aphrodite on June 14th in Gifu. And I think that's going to get a lot of people's ears perked up. Because <laughs> um, why are they doing a, an, an Aphrodite? Like a big Aphrodite match on a house show. They're they're doing they're doing two, I believe. I think there's a second Aphrodite straight singles or straight tag. Um, yeah, who is it with? I forget where else. Um, yeah, I didn't maybe see not. it. Maybe I don't I'm think I don't think it's ass. happening. Um, um, and the only other thing is that it appears Jesse and Zena are finishing up next month. I think Jesse is finished after the uh, the Corkin. I don't think she's on any shows after that. And then. Xena is gone by the time the five star Grand Prix Rumble comes around. So she's leaving in the middle of next month. So, and I have an idea now of what Club Venus is. It's the three main ones and then just a rotating cast. This, this is a random match from a random card. They're running Sayakamitani and Suzu as a tag at one point. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. That is pretty beast. They're, they're do There's some weird combos on these. Uh, these shows, I can't lie to you. I mean, they're doing Suzu yeah, versus Starlight Kid um, just because, <laughs> like, yeah, that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I feel like they they're so weird when it comes to the five star, because like they have not done a singles match all year, like a, a special singles match all year, and now they're like, you know what? We're about to have a shit ton of singles matches. Let's yeah. let's go. This is time. It's time. It's time to do Why special. Why not singles. really? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not against it. Yeah, I think that's kind of the only main thing. Soriano is working a lot of dates, but I mean that's that's to be expected. I'm I mean I'm I'm assuming she signs pretty soon, so obviously. Um but that's pretty much all the news. I don't think there's been anything else over the past week that we've missed. Um Mina on Forbidden Thor. Thor, thoughts? No. No. <laughs> I feel like Tony Khan made it very evident when they were like when he was asked in his press scrum about it, and he said, "Oh, I've talked to Rocky and Gato," and I'm like, "They don't, they don't book stardom." Like, he's been asked about like three times, and all three of them, like, it's been very. Non he dances around it, and it's it's. He's yeah. a business, and he doesn't dance around anything. No, he's a he's a <laughs> businessman. He's not going to say no. I don't want to work with stardom, but he's 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 dancing around it in a way that indicates he has no interest. So. Maybe 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 CM Punk will get the deal done. Oh yeah, he's gonna maybe. save women's wrestling. That's not for I've, a while. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. No, I don't. No. Like, and I've said this before as a joke, but I really don't think Rossi even likes working with New Japan all that much. Um, working with the company that is uh, now known for poaching, poaching. I, I you know, I'm not. This is I'm not trying to accuse them of anything. Uh, for uh, gently suggesting that their partner company's wrestlers join them instead. Um, AEW's done that multiple times in the past month. Um, <laughs> so maybe not where Rossi wants to wants to hang out. I, I think 
I think uh, Marvels to some degree has like the smarter idea of just being like, you know what, we'll we'll we'll, we'll hang out with a uh, Chris Hero's company and you know a small indie on, on on the West Coast, and we'll just do that. Let's not let's not deal with uh with the the big boys because they could definitely pay Takumi a lot more money than Chigusa can, even though Takumi runs the company. They could definitely pay Mio Momono a lot more than Chigusa can, um, to just randomly go over, uh, if they wanted her to. So. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Not only do I think it's a bad idea business-wise for Stardom to work with AEW, um, I also don't think Rossi has much intention to. I will say, to cover my base a little bit, if there was ever going to be a for like a, a match of that kind, um, it would be with Tony Storm because yeah. Tony Storm and Rossi still have some sort of uh, close relationship. I remember, I think Momokogo, uh, like Tony Storm gave Momokogo a action figure signed with like a, a note to Rossi saying, Oh, I miss you. I hope to see you again soon. You're like a dad to me, blah, blah, blah. Um, so they're obviously still close, but I still don't think it happens. Um, and if anybody was going to do it, it would be Mina, but Mina hasn't even wrestled on a new Japan show, which is her goal. So I, yeah. I feel like her first new Japan show being, well, I guess she, she worked last year, but her, you know, I don't, I don't see her at forbidden door quite frankly. No, no, I don't either. There's no reason. So that's it. I mean, if it happens, we'll we'll discuss it. But I don't see it. I don't yeah. see any indication from Tony that he wants it. I mean, he, as I said, he's danced around it every time. And if if it was happening, he would definitely let you know because he's always very excited to tell people things. Um, but he's always danced around stardom, and uh, so I don't I don't expect it. But I know I, wa- I watched that presser. It was so funny because he was he was just like like he was asked is CM Punk coming back? Biggest smile on his face. You know I get it. You know I can't tell you that. Great question. You know I. That's yeah, no- he's what? And I'm just like, dude. It's great. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> I like like you you know you know if there was like if there was an issue there he would just be like uh, no comment. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. <laughs> you know I mean like he wouldn't even he would, wouldn't even try to dance. He would just be like he would just be very like no. And that's how he's been with stardom. I mean, Tony Storm made a joke about flying over um, a dojo girl from stardom, and Tony, Tony Khan just looked at her <laughs> and said, next, next question. And I was like, okay, that's yeah. telling. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not interested. Anyway, um, I think that's all for the news, and it's time to get on to the review, which is, is what everybody is here for. Um, yeah. On May 27th, we had Stardom Flashing Champions 2023. This did 1,759 fans at Ota Ward. Which is more than New Japan. Did you hear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 no, it didn't. No, I New like Japan you. killed him. I like that. Um, that was great. This is why I keep yeah. you around. Was... <laughs> you know, I got blocked for that. Oh man, that I was got crazy. For that, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know that that Twitter account is interesting because I remember one time they tweeted something that was kind of strange. Um, but then I, I like went through their Twitter account and they just were like. There's this theory that this this one trainee turned out to be Starlight Kid, and it was very clearly Starlight Kid when she was a trainee. And I was like, this isn't <laughs> this isn't like new information that Starlight Kid was at one point a trainee. What are you doing? <laughs> like she was like, or they were acting like it was a conspiracy theory that Starlight Kid at one point wasn't Starlight Kid, and I I found that very funny. Um, and then you got blocked, and I found that also very funny. Yeah, which came a few days after me going, oh, a lot of these, like, new Joshi accounts, they they just want to, like, live in a fantasy world and not be corrected, and then look what happened, right? Um, so, yeah, 
1,759 fans. Uh, it's about even with what they did for this equivalent show last year. I know they did Ode Award for like the GP, and obviously that was different, but for the, I think it was April or maybe June last year, they ran Ode Award for a show like this. And I think they did just more, but they had a stronger card. So, you know, pretty, pretty even, all things considered, for, for the attendance. Um, then we get into the, the actual match. Um, I didn't watch this, the pre-show. Momokogo won. I didn't know that. I've just learned. Um, that. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, Momokogo hit that running crucifix onto oh, yeah. Ida. The thing was, they, they kind of protected Ida a little bit. Not a lot, but Lady C was just dog walking her like Crap. beating her ass for like a good three minutes straight just because she was tall like ida took the craziest fucking choke slam imaginable um it was insane and i was like oh she killed her okay and then momokogo pushed Lacey out of the ring and hit her finish and then beat ida so ida lost to two people very clearly um but yeah fuck that man what the fuck ida loses to the loser that's crazy how is that okay? <laughs> well, Momokogo has... Like, Momokogo has been the loser. Like, since since Waka won a match, Momokogo has been, like, the loser. And now, you know, she has a good match with Willow, and they're like, yeah, we'll give her the rub over Ida. Fuck that, man. All right, fair enough. Um, anyway, the actual opener of the show was Maika Ozaki and Chairman Ram beating Aya Sakura and Suri when uh, Maika Ozaki pinned Aya GGs. in just under 10 minutes, actually. Um... I thought this was good. Um, it was a lot of Aya Sakura, which is obvious because they want to give her, you know, experience in the ring. But then briefly, Siri and Mika Ozaki were throwing elbows, and I was like, hell yeah, we are living. So, um, I, I actually, surprisingly, I was way lower on this than most people. And I like Rebel Enemy. I, I like Ram, Ram and Mika a lot. I think they're, I, I am a big, I'm a bigger fan of them as a tag team than most people. I was kind of mid. Um, I think Aya needs Shuri, and I think this was like the most vibe-wise, the best Aya has looked. It's like okay, she I, I get where she's kind of coming from, what she's going for. Uh, it kind of works better with Shuri, especially because Shuri's you know one of the best wrestlers in the world. It, it's obvious she can kind of pull a wrestler up like Aya. Um, both KDs, both Karate Girls. Um, that's kind of like their thing, so that's cool. Um, but I thought the match was like pretty nothing. I wasn't I wasn't crazy about it. Uh, Micah and Sherry did do some fun stuff. I think Micah Ozaki's yeah. dope. Um, I need to see more of her. I feel like she's. I feel like she's always kind of in the background of everything she does. And I was like, she could definitely. She could cook. She could. Oh cook yeah, definitely. Um, you know that actress training. It uh, it really creates some beasts, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Creates I the mean, dogs. <laughs> I mean, don't don't they have? The, the actress is is funding the entire scene. Yeah. Let's be real. Like they have they have like seventy people on their roster. <laughs> at least at least like 30 percent of them are not going to be lifers there and that's gonna that's gonna feed the entire scene in three years four years you know what i mean um actress is go doing a doing a god like a god's work because ain't no other company training no as many no people. not at all when's the last time marvelous had a single training listen man <laughs> you gotta i'll leave marvelous out of this <laughs> i think it was i hosan which is uh yeah, yeah. it's i hosan Cool. Um, I mean, Wave has a few girls, and you know they're they're all solid. I've said this a lot, but like really, actresses is, is what is needed in this comp in this 
uh, scene, yeah. I should say, because well, they're the only the, ones who are really actress... doing anything. Same as Seedling. No. Seedling's not I mean, doing the anything. methods for actress <laughs> was always though. perfect because it was like, hey, you're an actress or a singer or whatever, and you need more gigs. Do wrestling on the side because it's a part-time company. They do like two shows a month. These actresses get to wrestle and get money and, you know, pursue their other careers. And if they're good at wrestling, they get a big money offer for somebody else. It is the perfect pipeline for pro wrestlers because, shockingly, actresses make good pro wrestlers (laughs) because they know how to project to an audience, which is very key. Not a lot of wrestlers know that. Actresses do. So it's great. This is true. One, One thing that you can kind of, like, pinpoint is um with Aya Sakura. Uh Aya Sakura in theory is an actress trainee who never trained an actress. Mm-hmm. Um that's what happens. <laughs> is is when a you know when an actor gets trained by somebody who doesn't know how to train actors, um it takes them a lot longer. Uh whereas if Aya who was an actress, like that was her thing, was she was a, a karate actress, if she went through actress and then went to stardom, she probably, you know, she would have gotten those reps and probably would have been at a higher level once she got to stardom. But stardom wanted to train her um, themselves. So Io, but was yeah, Io the uh, one who was meant to be in the movie and like showed up to the wrong thing, or was that somebody else? Yeah, that was Aya. Yeah. No, okay, was yeah, Aya. she was meant to be in the Mayu yeah. movie and was like, oh, I'm at the either, wrong thing. Either, either in the Mayu movie or just I think a it was movie, the Mayu like movie. wrestling movie. It probably was. Um, it'd be funny if she was trying to be in the Chigusa or not the Chigusa, the jump, the dump movie. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> like, this is show. Completely different. that was announced so long ago, wasn't show, it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope it. I, I think hope they had to stop production. Know. I think one of the, I think one of the yeah yeah got I was going to say one of them got hurt doing the wrestling stuff, so they had to put it back. I um, think. But yeah, I mean, if if that's if that's anything like uh, Sanctuary, which obviously I've talked about a million times, if it's anything like that um, in terms of production, in terms of you know just overall, uh, I guess vibe, the way that they kind of tell the story uh, it'll be an insane yeah. show. i don't know um, where they go with it because there's a lot of material for a dump matsumoto yeah. show like oh, 100%. if you focus on her cool if you focus on ajw even cooler because that company was a cesspit um like we have no idea and it, it could be an amazing show but uh there's a lot there's a lot of territory wouldn't it, there wouldn't it be crazy if like if like they made like chagusa the bad guy like well, they probably will because they didn't like yeah one of them was definitely going to stab the other at some point. <laughs> like, oh, probably. And Nagayo and Dump were, uh, were being like manipulated against each other and shit. You know, it was you crazy. Know what's, you know what's really interesting? You know what? Oh, that's. Dude. You know what's interesting is that's like all of the older Joshi wrestlers seem all cool together, like all cool with each other, but you never really know. Mm-hmm. Like, like, cause like I, I'm thinking about it, it's like I see Dump with like a lot of wrestlers. I don't know if I've seen her with Shigusa you know, in the past 10 years or so, you know, like a picture of them together hanging out or whatever. Um, I wonder if they just like, <laughs> I wonder if that like never ended, you know what I mean? Like that, that's some, that's, that's the beauty of Joshi sometimes is that it's like, there's so much nuance both behind, you know, the behind the scenes and in the matches that's like, you never really know how, how far things go in, yeah. in Joshi wrestling. Uh, quite a world. Anyway, yeah. um, the next match on the show was Hina Sayakamatani and Utami Hayashishta beating Starlight Kid, Roka, and uh, Rina in just under seven minutes when Sayakamatani got a Frankenstein, Frankensteiner roll-up pin. 
Um, so, I mean, this was a solid match where the focus was obviously on the, the Saya, Kamatani, and Utami thing because they came to blows at one point. They, uh, they had, they had <laughs> they a brief miscommunication where Saya drop-kicked Utami by mistake and they started throwing elbows. But then, like, Utami very visibly helped Saya win. She cut off an away to tie double team move and held Kid back while Saya got the win. So, despite their miscommunication, Utami still helped Saya win. I think that could be an important step mm -hmm. in whatever they're doing. Poor Hina, man. She was invisible. You see the I was from? like, is she like, all right? <laughs> it's like, what's happening? Do they know she's there? Oh, did you, yeah. yeah. Did you see the post match promo where like they're just like shouting at each other and he's just standing there like <laughs> that was great. Ooh, this is this is yeah. uncomfy. <laughs> it's like damn, poor girl. Um, kind of getting tired of it. Of the can they coexist or they can't coexist? I guess. Um, I I hope it leads somewhere more interesting than just Saya to Oedo tie. You know, Saya turns on Utami uh in the cage match or. And we'll talk about when the cage match, when we talk about the cage match build. But, like, I, I hope it's more than just that. I hope they kind of can, like... I don't expect a split. You know, learn I genuinely to don't. Together. But at this stage, I feel like we're conditioned to expect it. Yeah. They always time, do man. a turn in the like, summer. Like, they always do it. Um, and it sucks. And I don't think Oedo Tai needs more people. I think Oedo Tai is a bit yeah. packed. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Ruaka isn't necessarily moving up, quote-unquote. But, like, you know... Ruaka and Rina are capable of not being total pin eaters. You know, they can win matches. Yeah. They don't really need another top dog in a way to tie. Uh, and Kamatani, Azumi, or Utami, the three wrestlers who would realistically leave the group, are that would just crumble everything. Like, it would crumble two of the three big factions in the company. Because um, one would be bloated and one would be empty. So I just don't see why that would work or why they would do that, but yeah. looks like we're, that's Possibly. where they're going. Maybe. Who knows? I, Utami did help Saya win, though, so who knows? Um, now, the next match on the show was Hazuki, Koguma, Hanan, and Mayu Iwatani beating Jesse, Zina, Mariah May, and Waka Skiyama. Hanan got the win over Jesse in just under 13 minutes with the 17. Um, I mean, this was this was pretty solid as well. Um, but this had the the focus of Mayu and Mariah May kind of doing a bit of an exchange. Um, Mariah May at one point was hitting Mayu and yelled IWGP. So they're building to this IWGP match yes. between the two of them. There is no Chris Charlton also mentioned it right. on New Japan. But neither uh, is neither of them are on Dominion. You know, so it's not it's not happening on Dominion. I don't yeah. know when it's going to happen. There's no date for it. But they are building to a title match. New Japan does not have a New Japan does not have another yeah. show before. So they are, they are yeah, they are building to Mayu versus Mariah May, but we don't know when it's gonna happen. They've been building it for about a month now, and there's still no clarity over where it's gonna happen or when. Um yeah, I thought that was that was kind of the focus of this match almost, even though they were briefly together. But um I enjoyed it. I Yeah, Mayu heard the <laughs> Mayu heard the belt buck allegations like, hey, Hey, blonde chick, I, I, yeah. we we fighting. Come on. And then um, I moved on, and, she and yeah, I think that's a great so match to make. Know. Yeah. Um. Oh, what, one one note is that because we haven't gotten to see a lot of the uh, the house shows, um, this was like one of the first times that we've really gotten to see Sexy Kuma versus 
hmm. Kuma, Kuma, um, in their in their prime. Now that they've kind of developed their their uh, shtick, um, very funny. Koguma is in her right to censor era. Um, she goes no sexy. She just yells that over and over again. And Mariah, while Mariah May twerks um, with her hands above her head doing the Kuma, she's Kuma twerking, so to speak. Um, I, I wrote in my notes, uh, Koguma must hate the pheromones. Yes, as she should. Yeah, you know, no, 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 sexy Eno. Which uh, <laughs> I also imagine she watched that DDT show where Yuki Eno was like, you know what, no sexy, not gonna be sexy no more, no sexy. And then he d- decided to be sexy anyway, and he, she's like, this could be a good bit for me and Mariah May. <laughs> um, that obviously didn't happen, but yeah, uh, Koguma and Mariah May, very funny, very good stuff. Uh, Club Venus and Stars work. I, quite I feel well like again. I was gonna say um, that. Zena and Hazuki. Yeah, Club Venus, uh, despite all being from different parts of the world, are uh, they just work? Like the chemistry is just there yeah. at every point, and I'm so disappointed that the two of them are going home soon because as a group they do function very well. And like this was a good match, even though they were against you know the top four members of Stars, basically. Yeah, and I mean, I I think, and you know, I'm I'm a little bit lower on Jesse. Everybody knows that, but I think Xena has really grown to impress me a lot uh I, i've really enjoyed most of her stuff and yeah it'll be it's a shame that she's heading out but i hope they can get some you know equally as good foreigners to come in um though they don't really need to because because the five star that's what i mean everything kind of just pauses with the five star um so a lot of these wrestlers yes. are going to be in pause for a while um but yeah you know i thought it was a fun match and yeah uh i i waka waka was in there for a while and i was like oh damn waka's getting pinned and then i forgot jesse existed because waka tagged out to jesse i was like oh jesse's getting pinned i forgot um and yeah hanan pinned jesse this is that's where we kind of where you kind of think it's like okay hanan needs to be like you know in the tournament right but uh, you know incredible stuff really um the next match on the show then was May Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, and Micah beating Hanako, Yunimizumori, and Nanai Takahashi. Uh, May Sarah pinned Hanako in 12 minutes with a drop kick. I had to rewind it to make sure I didn't miss something. She hit a drop kick and then pinned her. Incredible. Was it? Was it the? Was it like the? the it was just sort of a standing drop kick. Like she just. Just a standing. Yeah, she just drop did a normal drop kick. It was. I I could have swore it was it was the it was like the Robbie Eagles uh single leg type thing. I don't the think so. You gonna go and find it and watch it? Or <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing that. Um You can keep talking. Alright. Um yeah, this was another solid tag match. And by this point I was kinda tired of solid tag matches. Um especially because there was no storyline to kinda grab onto like the previous two had. So I mean, this was this was like well worked. I mean, obviously, but it didn't do much for anybody, and it barely even no. It barely even advanced the Suzu and Micah thing. Like they just did another fist bump after the match, and that was it. So they were just all running in place. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they even do with that, because I feel like they love doing faction shakeups in the summer, every summer. But no faction has enough of a foundation right now to handle that, except for maybe stars. Or CDM. And, no, not even stars. Technically. 
I don't. There's there's three people. If Mike, yeah, leaves. and th like <laughs> three people seem. And to, one of them is my style. They seem very happy to work with three people these days. Um, in a faction, given Club Venus is literally three people, Cosmic Angels is technically like oh, two. Oh man, I I I totally forgot that uh, they did this launching MX with Maysera, where Micah throws her up yeah, in the yeah, air. Yeah, that was uh, good. Suzu has Hanako. Crazy. Um. It's it's now time for the finish. Um, what's Hanako doing? She going away? She's coming back. She's coming back, and that is a jumping dropkick. I have yeah. to rewind to make sure that I wasn't going crazy. And then she then she stacked. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny though, because it looks like Hanako like tried to kick out, and like Basero was just so on top of her. She's like, I can't. Um. Yeah, I mean, that was a solid match. You know, I, I didn't remember much from it, obviously, if you couldn't tell. Um, yeah, you know, I it's an interesting pairing, the three of them, Mika, Suzu, May. I dig it, but I don't know what it does for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? It's it's kind of um, weird. Um, now, it feels like they, they're probably going to challenge um, yes. Bari Bari mm -hmm. Bombers, which sucks, by the way, because... Of course, the second stars gets a gets a title match. There's no chance that they're winning it. Um, yeah. Also, Seven Up fitted their their entrance gear. Speaking of crazy. Seven Up, they have their Denai, own logo now Denai on Cooks. their uh, entrance graphics. So, a, yeah, because they, they used to just have the old Stardom logo, but now they have a Seven Up thing. It's like graffiti. It's pretty pretty chill. So yeah, the, the NSA is officially Info. dead. Um, yes. It's been dead. Well, but, I mean, Stardom know. Showcase seems to be dead. So. Yeah, that's also really funny and kind of fucked, is that Suzu's like, yeah, but I'll be able to do deathmatches every once in a while. You know, they, they have that weird show. No, we don't. Not anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, if Suzu really wanted to do deathmatches, I'm sure she could have, but she, she was probably tired. She, you know, she, she saw the money. She could always do the Despy thing. Yeah. I mean, Despy's in, in the deathmatch. I don't think Stardom would let her, but who knows, really? Um, Which is dumb, anyway, by the way. Anyway, after this match, there was... A, there was wasn't really much in the backstage comments. I, I know Suzu was like, hey, the generational battle is our first step together. Um, never betray me. And Micah was like, yeah, sure, cool. Um, so that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Wait, so so <laughs> did Micah just find a new wife? Like, is that what's happening right now? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's a crazy yeah, turnaround. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's like, uh, maybe. She's on the rebound, I guess. Um, I don't know. They didn't. They I didn't mean, do you... anything. They didn't advance anything. I thought that was a an interesting line, there, there, but not really. <laughs> um, there are a few better rebounds. Than that is true. Speed. That is that's, true. That's Some would say it's even an um, improvement, but like a, who knows? Um, uh, let's 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 calm let's calm our. All right, let's, that's let's, okay. let's calm down a little bit. Let's. She <laughs> okay. just retired. Let's calm down. It was her right, birthday okay, like two days sorry. ago. Um, anyway, the high the next match was a high speed championship match. Saki Kashima defeated Fukigen Death and Azumi in just under six minutes to win the high speed championship. This is the first singles title Saki has held in Stardom, despite debuting all the way back in 2011 as one of the uh, as one of the very original ago. members of the roster. She obviously didn't stay. Uh, the entire time, she wasn't an. She wasn't like OG, OG, but she was like second she was, class. She, she was the she was yeah. the second generation, which was like three months later, um, and then like the yeah. third generation was Azumi. So act. 
she's um, she's been around a while. She did leave for a long time. I think she was gone yeah. until like just before I started watching, maybe. Um, because her and Arisa yes. came back pretty. She's tag team champion. Short span, I think. Yeah, Saki came mm. back that spring. Um, and Arisa yeah, came back so. that fall. That summer, yeah. late summer, fall. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, Saki Saki got her thunder completely stolen by Arisa. It was crazy. Um. Because, like, Saki got a push when yeah, she came she did, back. Yeah, she did, yeah. Initially, you know, she won the, the tag belts with Mayu, and then immediately when they lost the tag belts, they won the artist belts. Uh, Saki was not without a belt for, like, almost her entire first year. Um, so, yeah, and then, obviously, she kind of fell down the stars grouping, and then she bailed, joined a tie, became kind of the central, the only the only consistent member of a tie while Natsuko was... Uh, injured, she kind of became like the de facto leader until Kid and Momo came okay. in. It was, it was a whole thing, but yeah, Saki winning a championship right. uh, and winning this belt is pretty pretty good because she was originally like very high speed oriented. I don't know if you've ever watched her like original mm -hmm. stuff. She was very high speed. Like she she developed a lot of her stuff yeah. later. Her original run was just high speed. Like that was what she trained in. She yeah, about, wasn't she? About it that. says on yeah. Cage Match she was partly trained by uh, Hidaka, Akuto Hidaka. I don't know how that would have happened, but he's like a god of high speed, so I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but apparently she was partially trained by him, which makes sense then why she was a high speed god. Um, but she never got the belt in her original run because it was pretty. It was dominated by like Io and Archangel and stuff like that, I think. Um, yeah. I, I will say. Um... Saki tweeted that she was like, um, I've been looking for this belt for 12 years. Maybe I took five years off, uh, but I've been looking for this for a very long time. Um, and while I've wanted it for a long time, I am Saki Kashima in my 12th year. I will continue to run away from people I'm scared of, and I'll continue to bully people I am stronger I than, can. and I'll continue to be Absolutely. Saki Kashima. And I was like, that's so yeah. dope. That is so dope. That's such a great, like, Man, shout out to Saki Kashima. I'm not even, like the biggest Saki fan. There's so many huge Saki fans who are like fucking crying over this moment. I'm not the biggest Saki fan in the world, but it just it just is nice to see her win. I think she's dope. She um, she was so was happy with it as quite, well. Like yeah. I I couldn't help but get swept up afterwards when she she was so visibly like happy to have won the belt. Did you see the mic? I did, picture? yeah. Um, but also her like tugging Rossi back and being like, "No, we're taking this photo. I've waited too long for this." <laughs> Hat man, I am taking this photo. I am a champion. She was so tough with life. It was so it was so wholesome. Um but yeah. yeah. And Mayu Mayu was sitting far out into the arena just clapping for her, Adorable. just watching her win. And the the producer, um the video producer took a picture of it and was just like, I feel like this might mean something. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, that's dope. And it's it's those real moments that really hit, you know what I mean? Like that's really sweet. Um even as as the big Azumi guy, I would have been cool with Azumi when holding the belt forever, making it into a belt buckle. But you know, I, I was really happy to see Saki win, and it, it was very important to her. So shout definitely. Out to her. Um, and as you were kind of alluding to, the match was great. I thought it was fantastic. Um, like I feel like my, when I recently said that, you know, the May Sarahs of the world were having these high speed matches that were just kind of done for the gifts, and they weren't true high speed. This is what I meant by true high speed. This was so creative and so fluid. And you just couldn't take your eyes off it. They weren't like doing these exaggerated things for the gifts. They were doing it because it made sense of what they were doing with the motions they were going through 
Um, they no, well, like I mean, it was so well. it was legitimate high speed wrestling. It was fast paced, blink and you miss it, creative. Like everybody had to watch their backs at every moment. It was just frantic, and I think that's a lot of what some of the new high speed matches have been lacking. But this had it in spades, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, and I think it, it was sloppier than most uh, high speed matches you've seen recently. But I think that's kind of part of where your enjoyment likely comes from of it is that it's like it felt very frantic um you didn't even get to see it live watching it live was a trip because like they they got to the Mm roll-up exchanges very quickly because that's what all three of them are best at um and you just watch it and you start to realize i don't know who the fuck is about to win this like i think it's saki but you don't really know like you know there's always that back of your mind maybe maybe azumi takes it maybe death takes it for a you know what's what's the word um you know transitional uh, i had no idea and so watching it was really exciting and really you know captivating uh saki did win off of a very messy roll-up that she pinned herself on but we don't gotta talk about all that um <laughs> yeah I, I thought it was it was a fun match uh maybe I, I wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't put it up there with some of the better high speed matches of azumi's reign uh well i guess i would but it would, it would probably be like you know Top five, yeah. top six, top seven, not as much top two, three, four. Um, but I thought it was good. And Azumi's had, mm-hmm. what, 12 defenses? So that's kind of, you know, she, it's it's above middle of the road, I would say, around middle of the road. And yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Azumi lost without having yeah. to lose, which felt like I was cool with it because it made sense because it's a high-speed belt. But walking, watching her walk away, and I'm just like, You've, you had that belt for so long. Like, how is this how it ends? You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know. I, was just, I just realized that it's like she walked away with the high-speed belt. She walked away without the high-speed belt for the first time in, like, 450 days. Something like that. Something crazy. Maybe not that much. Over 400 days. And she just walked away. This was the first like, of the questionable decisions on the show. Because yeah. I don't think you always have to pass the torch. I think wrestling fans are, like, obsessed with always, like, putting over the new thing. Um, I like that Kenny Omega tweet about him making his own torches. I no, was dude. like, <laughs> fucking Xavier sent that to me. He's yeah. like, he's like, there's no way, like, there's no way this motherfucker just said that. <laughs> he lost the world title. That's not passing the torch. That is different. But they also said that yeah, nobody passed the torch I mean, to him. Like he didn't yes, inherit Bullet Club. Listen, wrestling fans, <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't get it. But when you have a high speed ace who's had the belt for 500 days, set records for you know, defending it. And you have somebody like May Sarah, or even a Tekla or a, a Koguma waiting there to essentially take over the division in her stead, because you assume Azumi's going to move beyond this division. She she actually, she posted on Instagram, she said, um, thanks for however long it was. And mm-hmm. she was like, I'll see you again when I get bored and want to see you again. Or something Incredible. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's like, she's like, eh, 10 years from now, <laughs> yeah. when, when I've done everything else, I'll, I'll see you down the line type of thing. Yeah, like you assume she isn't going to have this belt again. And when you have a situation like that, it's like, yeah, maybe do pass the torch, right? Like you you do have Azumi lose to Mei Sarah one-on-one. You do have her lose to Saki one-on-one. You do have her lose to Koguma one-on-one because that would just mean yeah. a lot more to the person who's taking over the division. Um. So I did think they left a bit on the table there by having... And it's not even a matter of, like, needing to protect her. Because Saki, hmm. like, 
again, Azumi like tweeted before the match. He's like, these two are like the skeletons in my fucking closet that I can't get rid of because they always beat me. They always find a way to fuck up my shit. Saki beat me on my birthday. Death ruined half of my title. Like, death ruined the first half of my like pursuit of the high speed championship. These two suck. Fuck them. I'm. I want to beat them. Either of them could have just beat her, because that's established that Azumi, her her kryptonite is death and Saki. You know, they just always find a way to fuck up her life. Um, but yeah, they just didn't do that. And like I said, Azumi might not do great in this year's five star. So I don't know why they need to protect her that much unless she's, like, making a run and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no reason for her to not drop the belt clean. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, it's high speed. It's it's, it's never clean. Like, yeah, but she hasn't can, won a they, match clean in months. You can obviously <laughs> do May Sarah beating her on the line. Like, I'm not saying you've ruined it or anything. You can still have her lose to May Sarah in a... You know, big win for May Sarah down the line. But I think it just would have meant more if the new champion had beaten Nazumi, given the, they might the do records the she broke. Thing. What? The Hazuki stuff. Where, oh, maybe. So you yeah, know how yeah. Azumi, Azumi never beat Hazuki, yeah. and then Hazuki obviously left, but she came back, and then they did a three-way, um, and Azumi beat Death, but then Hazuki was like, you know what? Yeah, that it's all you. Even though they could have done that a lot better, and they could have had Azumi just beat Hazuki, but I get why they didn't want to because Hazuki's uh, just higher on the card. Yeah. Um, but I could see them doing that, where like down the line, maybe it's an Azumi three way. Maysara defends about in the three way. Um, Maysara wins, and then Azumi's like, you know what? I don't need this belt anymore. You do. You. This is yours. You know that type of thing. Um, I can see that happening like next year. Yeah. So, I mean, you can still do it, but it just would have meant more here. That's that's kind of my only yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, Saki had a very funny post-match interview. She was like, yeah, I mean, I don't really want to like lose this belt ever. I don't want anyone to challenge me. And I want to set a one or two minute time limit for the matches. Um, <laughs> so she was like, yeah, actually do challenge me. It's, it's two minute time limit. So she's uh, she's already having fun with this. Um, Ooh, I, I hope that means that her and death is actually just like sprint 30 seconds over. Uh, could be. Definitely could be. Um, but that's enough on the high-speed title uh, scenario. We already know her first defense, and we just kind of have to wait and see what happens after. Um, the next match was a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. Amisore and Mirai uh, defended against Mumuatnabe and Natsuko Tora when Mirai pinned uh, Tora in just under 17 minutes. With the, the move that everybody does now, the seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, I don't like Ami and Mirai as a team. So, obviously, I wasn't a huge fan of this. I thought the finishing stretch was just ungodly long. I remember, I think I messaged you, and I was like, why isn't this over? <laughs> She's been wrestling for a half hour now, I'm convinced. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, like, they're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. They're not bad wrestlers, but they're just not exciting as a team at all. And I don't think Uedo Tai was like... particularly great either. It didn't really do a lot to yeah. elevate the match. So you had Uedotai heel shtick and the new eras being bland. And uh, yeah, it just, it, this was not working for me at all. There was there was build to this match in that Momo, storyline-wise, injured Mirai. Um, she submitted her with a uh, Gibson leg lock mm-hmm. uh, that looked 
totally gross like weeks ago um and then where i was off the shows um but yeah it just didn't really show that in this match it just it really started to lose me after a few minutes i will say i think the 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 personification of this match was the first like 10 seconds because it was momo and mirai starting things off and momo for the first time in a long time first time i could remember uh she ran clean fast start just wanted to like kind of like get off the get right uh, right into it off the bell not like a attack you know like a pre-match attack but just really got into it quickly mirai dodged and grabbed a headlock <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, bro, Momo showed up to work. And Mariah's like, nah, headlock, homie. <laughs> we slowing this motherfucker down. Let's go. I'm like, that that's exactly that's that's Mariah in the springtime. That's that's where we're at. Yeah, I, I knew you were gonna bring that up. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Dylan thinks he's onto something here. So I'm gonna leave that with you. Um this, oh, I cannot wait for Mariah this. Mariah has like barely had a good match in springtime. Like <laughs> well, Two I years don't know. in a row. I mean, Chihiro, the Chihiro match was cool. Does that count? Okay, that yeah. Spring? I don't know if that I counts. Know, I feel like it might. When when was that? Was that February? Yeah. No, was it March? Oh, it was it was April. It was April? Oh, no, no, it was March. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Shuri match was. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was right. March. Oh, well, either way, um, I cannot wait for Mariah in the GP <laughs> when she doesn't have to promo or carry Amisore. That's going to be fantastic. Oh, no, it was February. Right, it's it's okay. clean. Springtime, right, she play. sucks. Um, anyway, they immediately moved on after this match because Utami showed up and was like, hey, you guys. <laughs> that was yeah. also really funny. She just like got up and then away to tie and Queen's Quest brawled in the way stardom wrestlers brawl all the time. Um, apparently, she brought up Twitter some reason which is interesting and then starlight kid talked for ages and was like there's six of us and six <laughs> of you we're gonna do a cage match oh, really oh, yeah. Where's and that then was she like, was like yeah we're gonna do a cage match an all-out war and she did it in that very dramatic voice that she puts on when she wants to you know be dramatic um yeah Annoying. so they added the cage dip after they brawled a second time and then kid was like oh we're gonna do it a cage match now so um yeah. Wait, are you sure? I, I could have swore that like Saya said something um, about it. Before. I don't think so. It. Oh yeah, wire mesh. Yeah, wire mesh is just right. Okay. Yeah, wire See, mesh. See, they don't. Nobody translates this anymore. So I, I'm just trying to read. It's not. It's great. Um, but yeah. So they, they kind of, all agreed to a cage match and all-out war between the Queen's Quest and Away to Tie. Is like an elimination match between the two of them on another show as well. So they're just doing like five all-out <laughs> wars, um, between them. We've Why? seen how this story ends oh, when Oedo Tai is in war so with somebody times. else. Um, so I'm worried. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like my natural instinct is that nobody turns because it doesn't make sense for anybody. We said that before, and people yeah. still turned. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I do think the best case scenario is Queen's Quest wins and makes up, and, you know, Tami and Saya wrestle. In like the GP final or something, but uh, I can even possibly, see them yeah. For those but I, I think I mean maybe there's a chance somebody turns. Maybe it's somebody as as innocuous as Hina. Is uh, maybe they think, hey, we'll get Hina out of here and that'll help her improvement. I don't know, but Hina and yeah. Really but yeah. I don't know because uh, the last few times Oedetai have done all out war with people, it has resulted in a turn. 
I wouldn't expect there to be a difference this time. That that is that is uh, I don't want to the the best case scenario for me, like you said, is just kind of things stay the same. Queen's Quest wins, proves that Oedo Tai isn't untouchable in faction warfare, because I think that's kind of become like a just kind of boring, where it's like oh every time Oedo Tai like makes a point to have this faction war against somebody, they win. Um, and even if they lose, it's always the lowest stakes match. Well, technically, possible. Mayu beat um, them single handedly uh, and still lost. That's that's what I mean. But that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Is that it's like that's so low stakes. Somehow they lose the most embarrassing match ever. You know, they all try to beat Ma- Mayu and they all lose. And then that's like the match that doesn't matter at all uh, in comparison to the matches where they, you know, use a box to pin a, you know, 17 year old Starlight Kid and that's what matters. Or, you know, like. It, whatever um yeah i would say that it would make sense what i what i would see what i could see happening is somebody azumi or lower mm-hmm. turning and going to oedo tai and then that's what kind of prompts uh aphrodite 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 to um i'm sorry it's starting to sound like you i hate it um that's what turns aphrodite back into like a team and they're like okay we need to <laughs> we need to fix this shit before it sinks um so i could see that uh, maybe a Hina, maybe an Azumi. Yeah, I would hate that. See, the thing, uh, those the are thing, the leading options. The I thing don't is, see uh, especially turning. like Utami, almost can't turn because I don't see her being the leader of the heel faction, and she's the leader of Queen's Quest. Like, it wouldn't make much sense for her to go and be, you know, co well, like co leader <laughs> of Oedo Tai or something. Um, every single time a leader of Queen's Quest, like just. Is like but it's fair, but you know what I mean. Leaves. But like, it would actively nice. be a strange choice. Um, Saya, I mean, I said this in the Discord, but I think Saya would be hurt the most because her style is so like eye catching and innovative, and she does all these yeah. big moves. You take that and put it in a Wado tie where she has to do heat segments instead of big moves, and you're almost going to kill her, like, you're almost going to destroy what she's built up. So um, yeah, like, I feel like uh, Saya and... They saw her spit the mist, and <laughs> yeah. it was like, oh, we're 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 doing all of this, and it's like, no, she could just be a babyface with an edge. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever thought of that, Stardom. Oh, people could do okay. that. Um, and sassy, but... getting sassy. A <laughs> um, little bit, a little bit. Um, but no, I think also, and this is like a me thing more than anything, Saya is already super melodramatic, but I think mm-hmm. it's like just enough for her, if she goes to a Waitotai and does, like, the I'm evil shtick, yeah, it's not, not. going to work. Like, it's going to it's gonna jump the shark so bad. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know me. I am not somebody who, like, thinks overly melodramatic stuff is, is as good as it can be when it's just a little bit more subtle. Um, Saya's not subtle, but I think she's one of the exceptions to the rule. She can really make it work. Make being that, like, that, you know, Overdramatic goof, uh, make that work. I don't think she can be an overdramatic, you know, evil person. I think that would completely ruin her mystique and ruin just kind of her vibe. And like you said, her doing heat segments sounds like a chore. It sounds like we could be going back to 2020. Um, yeah. You don't want that. So, yeah, please just, if anybody's going to turn, just turn Hina, I guess. Like, you know, like uh, put, put, the, put the twins together. Get them a match against uh, against the Inibas for the tag belts. I don't know. Just do something. Yeah. If somebody has to turn, just 
make it as inconsequential as possible. I still wouldn't even like Kena turning. Just don't turn anybody preferably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I we'll just have to wait and see, obviously. But we've we've been we've 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 heard this song before, isn't that the the one TikTok song, TikTok trend? Uh, we've heard this yeah. song before. I've heard yeah. this song before. Yeah. Are you trying yes. to think of what TikTok yes. trend we're, we're talking completely about? Completely gone. Because that song is a good song, but I don't know if that's the song you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was so a different. Oh no, it's it's is it? Wait, I don't know. Because I I was I thought <laughs> I knew it, but I don't. But I don't know. Anyway, I definitely think there was one that was like, oh, I've heard the song before, because they were like, oh, I've I've been here, I've seen it. But anyway, away to Tiger Queen's quest. They're gonna have a cage match, a prime material for a turn. We'll have to wait and see. Um, now the next match on the show was an Artist of Stardom Championship match. Uh, the Barry Barry Bombers team of My Sakurai, Tekla, and Julia beat the restart trio of Sayori Anu, Kairi, and Natsupoi uh, in eighteen and a half minutes when Julia pinned Anu with a Gnosuke clutch. Uh, what did you think of the match, actually? Well, that was a good match, but um, I don't know about y'all getting kind of tired of this Julia chick doing this fucking <laughs> just just taking the taking tag belts from eligible tag teams and trios the second she loses a major title just just take a minute bro you don't you don't need a belt that bad at all times okay didn't need to do that um but I thought it was a great match. Yeah, it was match. great. Like I think they did what we like from these where they played off of the personal grudges like Saria or not Saria, Natsupoy and yeah. Tekla obviously got in there and they were throwing it down. Then Julia, who had been talking mad shit to Kyrie and Sarianu, was uh, she got in there. Her Kyrie, this was some of the best Kyrie shit she's done since her comeback. They were going at it. Her and Sarianu were going at it. It was fantastic. Um, so yeah. It doesn't say much, but this is my favorite match. Oh, I, I would agree. Like it was that, um, it was that good. Yeah. Um, so I mean, when you have Julia fighting with Sayori Anu and Kyrie, you're in for a good time. But you add in Natsupoi and Tekla, excellent. So yeah, I, this was a great match. Um, I thought there was a lot of really fun action. I'm very disappointed to restart lost because they've had two really really great matches now in a row, and they would have had a good good reign as champions. But uh, the Barry Barry Bombers, they take over. I feel like there are certain wrestlers on this roster who I like, but who don't want me to like them. And not in like a heel way, but in just like a existence way. And one of those is Julia. Mm -hmm. Because like, I like Julia a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I, I appreciate her. Um that Tam match just didn't hit. I, I think outside of the Yukihi match, like her reign in general didn't really hit for me. Um, and now her losing the belt and me being like, why would you drop the, why would you, why would Julia drop the belt? That's terrible. And then she wins a different belt that she doesn't need whatsoever. And now it's, it's, you know, stars can't win it. Because they're the next challenge. Well, I mean, and it's very unlikely. I mean, th this was a V zero reign, so I, I don't put anything past them anymore. Um, 
But do you think they do V0, V0 back-to-back? Yeah. Back? They used to do this kind of shit with the Iris Belts before. That's true. Um, and Ross, Rossi seems to be throwing things on the dartboard, yeah. so I could see it. Um, yeah, things... Okay, can... I don't want people to get mad at me when I say this. Things feel very all over the place this I mean, year. Not even like in a way that's like I think he doesn't know what he's doing or that he doesn't have a plan. But it's just way more than previously. Things just feel kind of like, oh, this is where we're going. Like everything that's happened, even though there have been like outliers, everything that's happened in Starham over the past you know number of years since I've been watching at least makes some level of sense or has some reasoning behind it. That's like. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's kind of dumb, or I'm not a fan of the decision. They should have gone this way or that way. It, it, I get it to some degree. This year, I feel like there's just so much of that where it's like, why would they go that way on that? <laughs> and that's happened like every month. It's it's getting strange. Um, but yeah, on, sorry, I, I was actually going to say that. Um, this was the second in air quotes, questionable choice, I think, because, and only because, uh, the prominence reign was built up so heavily. You know, they won the trios league and defended the titles and were like, we are the best trio in stardom. Um, so for them to get dethroned by a team who lost on their first defense... Definitively. Yeah. They got dethroned Very. so aggressively. Like, they yes. had no I, chance I, at all. To me, that match. feels like a wasted chance to have given that win to somebody on the roster, you know? Like, obviously, Julia was busy at Yokohama Arena, so you couldn't have done her. But I feel like if you were going to have this team specifically win the belts anyway, you could have found a way to have them beat prominence instead of restart getting that big win and dropping right away. Like, that's my only kind of issue with that, is that, you know, you, you had the big reign ended by a team who lost straight away and a team that didn't really need to beat prominence because Kyrie's already a big star that's why I was already tag champion and Sioriano is Sioriano she's a multiple time world champion in, in Joshi so um, I, I, I do think that's a bit of a, a head scratcher in terms of the, you know the direction of the belts but that's just yeah. kind of a minor thing I just think that they could have done that a bit better um, but obviously Julia was busy at, at Yokohama Arena so couldn't have had her be prominence as well at that show. You know, the, it, it's rough because, like, stardom very clearly kind of revolves around Julia and Tam right now. Um, even even when it doesn't, it still does. Because, um, like I said, Julia lost lost the belt, like the big belt. She she said, "Oh, I really need to put things back together. Me and Mike are about to, you know, really just become like this dangerous duo who cannot be stopped." And then she wins the trios belts with two people who are not Micah. Um, <laughs> in uh, in four weeks, not not even, yeah, like four weeks around. Like that's, I mean, it's similar to her losing her hair and being like, "I need to start from the ground up," and she wins the tag belts with Shuri, like two weeks later like I, I don't get how julia keeps doing this like and we've talked about this before is that it's like they're really good at like kind of shuffling down you know what i mean i'm not saying julia needed to be shuffled down but she won about so quickly after like the biggest loss of her career and i'm just like was that necessary did this help anybody like does this does this is i don't know i'm not a fan of the of the move uh but you know it happens 
Yeah, I mean, it's I not the end of the world, <laughs> you know? It's just, it's how it goes. No, um, no. I do think it's nice to have Julia with a belt because she brings a lot of people into her kind of universe and makes them, gives them something to do, whereas a lot of people don't. So I think Julia will at least start shit with people, and that is always entertaining. And also, you can clearly do this DDM team versus Micah, Suzu, and May Sarah, and I think that would be really cool. So... Also, just to just to make sure everybody knows, Natsupoi, even though she wasn't the one who got pinned, still a loser because she actually caused her team to lose. Yeah, she yeah, that was off. interesting. Sorry, Sayori is only gonna Sayori is gonna throw her and Tam through the barbershop window. That's great. Um, so yeah, that was that was that one. Uh, DDM are the champs, and you know that's how it goes. I am upset Restart lost because they were the icons, as you imagine. Their entrance was not as good as the as the big Yokohama Arena one. But it was, you know, it was close. They were still serving, still slaying. Um, so yeah, very upset that we might not see them slay together again. Um, the stars top tiers come out, mm -hmm. challenge Barry Barry Bombers to what is now a cage match, I suppose. Um, Koguma explained that their team name is now STC, which is stars triple that. crazy, um, in line with FWC. Um, and Mayu's like, I ain't gonna remember that, homegirl. <laughs> let me let me keep it, let me keep it real with you. I am not going to remember that. Uh, so stars top tiers, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm already upset that they will likely lose. I hope they don't. I think they could win. Um, them winning stipulation matches is kind of their gimmick. So, you know, I could see them winning. Uh, that'd be fun. But yeah, uh, that'll be a fun match regardless. Stars in a cage match again. I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, in the post-match comments, Excited. actually, Kyrie was trying to like get restart kind of back in the game. She was like, "Hey, look, we're restart. We don't give up. Restart isn't over. Let's try again." And uh, she got blanked by Poi and Anno. So I, I think it's dead. It's funny because Kyrie's the one who's not in the group. <laughs> like, like she doesn't have to deal with these people yeah, if she, she doesn't want to. They need so to deal with know, each other. But, uh, you know. No, I know, but my but my point is is that Natsupoi and Sori Anu beefing doesn't just fuck up restart. It fucks up oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the group that with fair. the two top championships. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> Kyrie, she wanted this group to continue, but these those two were not cooperating at all. So that's that's kind of intriguing. Um I could see like Kyrie and Anu uh splitting and just being like that tag. So apparently Kyrie wants to do more wrestling. Yeah. Like she she was tweeting about wanting to do more I mean, she's on dates, the whether it's interview so i think that's enough she yeah. seems to be monthly you know twice a month and since there's enough people who currently aren't in groups i could see anu just being one of those unaffiliates who tags with Kyrie more than anybody she mm. dips you know what i mean um well um, anu just all depends on her joining yeah, some... which can't be too yeah, far off too. but i don't really can't say for sure but i imagine it's gonna happen um yeah. after that then we had the main event of the show a world mm. and wonder of stardom double crown title match tam nakano beats mina shirakawa in just under 18 minutes with a twilight dream to become the new wonder of stardom champion and retains the world of stardom championship she is now the second person in company history to hold these two belts at the same time first was mayu Uitani in 2017 um and yeah i uh i watched this one as it went down live and um when i say like hands on my head 
when the 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 pin happened. I was just so taken aback. Um, we had a funny time on Twitter. I will admit, like out of everything, <laughs> I think this match gave me a fun day because let me tell you, the anti-stardom people I follow were they had the claws out. They were so funny. It was oh, they amazing. They, they were, were dragging the shit. They were this dragging the shit out of Stardom. It was really funny. Um, even I got in on it. You know, the whole oh maybe Stardom was bad. Actually, that that popped me to no end. I had it so, I, I I was laughing my head my head off when I typed that one out. You know that, you know that uh that that meme where it's like, uh, saying blank on Twitter, turning on the the buzz on my phone, yes. and then you know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that that was you, because <laughs> you were like yeah. you're like come at me. Bro. Like I knew, I, ready for I this. knew people would it's get time. mad, and I was like, I don't care. I think this is funny, so I did it. I I made the tweet, and I dealt with it repercussions. Um, I was a bit I was a bit poked up, so I did say some things to people, um, which we <laughs> we won't discuss. But uh, yeah, it was a fun day. This match gave me a very funny time on Twitter. Um. There's no, there's no crime worse than dick riding without a license. Exactly, exactly. Um, and that's what some motherfuckers yeah. were doing. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like this. Uh, I didn't like this match. Oh, really? Because once you kind of, I, I once, once I saw what was happening, I, I just realized that there was, it was so vapid. Because like once you start seeing Mina's offense, and it just keeps going. She does her her old super finisher, and I was like, oh wow, she gave that up in seven minutes. Okay. And she does her, her new finisher. And I was like, oh, wow. Ten minutes in? And she does her new super finisher. And I was like, well, she didn't do the, she didn't do the spinny version. It has to be the spinny version. Okay, Alex. Listen. <laughs> you used to make fun of me when I said this about Micah, bro. You, you know how wrestlers <laughs> are, man. That's how they do it. It's like how Naito used to like 10 Destinos, but it's like, oh, he didn't fully wind up. <laughs> he didn't true. wind up. That's true. That's true. Get... That always pissed me off so much. I'm just like, dude, it's the same yeah, move. He, he, <laughs> You're doing the he same move. You get the Beyblade, so it doesn't count, all right? So. Oh, my God. No, I, I get what you mean. But she, like, I, and I was texting you while it was happening. I was like, she has like she has like eight moves. She's done six of them, and it's we're ten minutes in. And I'm like, she's done seven of them. She's done eight of them. She's done a ninth move I didn't know existed. What is happening? And then Tam just won. <laughs> I was like, how is this, how is this happening? <laughs> like, and I'm not even the Mina guy, right? You're the Mina guy here. Um, but I was just like amazed by how Tam just said. Give me every move you've ever done, and I'm gonna kick out of it, and then beat you. Thank you. Like how how did okay, that happen? Actually, two things. Uh, number one, I said I was coked up a few minutes ago, uh, but that I mean I had had an energy drink. I do not do drugs. <laughs> I just feel the need to point that out. <laughs> I realize now because I say coked up so casually because I usually say it about Tony Khan because he's so erratic. Tony yes. Khan is coked up, and so true. I say it very casually. Uh, when I say I am coked up, I do not mean drugs. I do not do drugs. Thank you. Um, that would make for a crazy <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I will say, as much as I enjoyed this match, the layout was definitely weird. Mina just hit all of her stuff, and then Tam hit all of her stuff, and that was it. Like, they didn't, there was very little beyond that. 
like as you said, Mina hit all of her moves by the ten minute mark, and then Tam was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit you with all of mine." Um, definitely a weird layout in that way. I thought the match was great because they were kicking the shit out of each other, or well, Mina was kicking the shit out of Tam, and Tam was hitting her back. Um, so I did enjoy that. But yes, the layout was definitely a bit odd. Um, I do, I do think they were trying to tell a story there because the overarching narrative seems to be that. Mina is just not that bitch, and Tam is. So Tam, you know, shrugging. So You're yeah, so like Mina up, throwing her entire arsenal at Tam and not even getting close to winning is seemingly the point. Um, but it definitely made for a weird match layout, considering how they did it. Um, so yeah, I I enjoyed it, but I can see why you wouldn't. Uh, because yeah, definitely, it just felt like Mina emptied her clip, and then Tam was like, "All right, it's my turn," and then that was it. Um, but I, you know, they also w one smaller thing that we aren't going to get to touch on because there's so much about this match we need to talk about, and this is just you know small. Um, what are the odds that Stardom wrestlers have a a bonus written into their contract that every time they do a spot on the stage in a main event match, they get paid more? Cause that's the only justification for some of yeah. this. Yeah. Because this is getting ridiculous. It was so they just they just walked up the ramp, hit each other a couple times, like through one of like just kind of like, and then walked back down the. Why? <laughs> what are you trying to accomplish here? Like I thought it was like oh they're they're time wasting because you know they have to go thirty. No, they didn't have to do anything. They just did that for for shits and gigs, I guess. There's no reason for to dwell on that any further. I just wanted to point fair. that out. What are we? Why? <laughs> why are we still doing yeah. that? Um. So yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the match, but I definitely saw you wouldn't. They definitely had a weird flow. Um. But I think they were trying to get across a big story of Mina isn't good enough. Um. Which kind of was exacerbated by the post-match <laughs> promos and the post-match stuff with Mina like screaming in agony. Tam yeah. talking down to her, like, you can come back to Clo Cosmic Angels if you want, you know? Like, you didn't really work on your own. Um, and I don't know if you've seen it. You could be my yeah, number but four. Mina's post-match promo was another fantastic underdog promo. Like, she is going to make this work through her promos alone. She is so good at them. Um, so, I, like, I, I think I get where they're going, kind of. I don't like yeah. where they're going. If with I Mina, really anyway. With Mina, it's clear she's chasing again. She's yeah. the underdog. She's going to fight back up. Now, I don't know I don't know how I feel about that, given she's already done the fight up part, but, you know, whatever. The yeah, promos that, like... will make it work. I trust her to make it work. I saw her promo, and I went, okay, I get it. Um, Tam winning, though... <laughs> We said it last week, like, I don't I don't know what people want us to say. We said last week we didn't want Tam to win. Tam won. We didn't like it. I mean... And the way that the way that it looks going forward is exactly why I didn't want her to win. More than just me not being a fan of hers. Is that now both belts are held hostage, effectively. Because they don't run enough big shows for the belts to be both defended regularly if they're held by the same person. Mm -hmm. So the red belt's not going to be defended for another well, four months. They, they are running uh, Eddie on well, least. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to... So they're, so each of the belts are going to be defended maybe twice in the next six months is the issue. Like each, I mean, at most. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. 
You know what I mean? Like that, that, that just doesn't work. And that's why I said that like, oh, well, if they started making Corkins matter more, you know, if they started doing these big, you know, B, C tier shows, um, I guess they would be C tier shows where it's perceivable that you could defend the white belt on a Corkin or defend the red belt on a Corkin or on a, you know, on a show that isn't necessarily a pay-per-view end of month type of thing, once a month type of thing, but, you know, still is big enough to warrant a, a major championship match. If you could start doing that, this works. I still wouldn't like it because I'm not a big Tam fan, but it would work better. Um, instead, we have Mariah as the only clear challenger for yeah. the next two months. See, um, of I one of the belts. The thing is, um, a lot of our complaints could be null and void if Mariah wins. But... I, I could definitely see Mariah yeah, winning. But the way I see it is that, because um, this is a thing in wrestling that I don't understand. It's Wrestling fans are like, you can't think something is bad because it could be okay in two months. You know what I mean? Like in two months' time, this could be fine because Tam has lost the white belt and Mina is in a cool storyline. And in two months' time, then it's like, yeah, that is cool. But I can't review this match based on what could happen in two months' time, right? Because like, wrestling fans say it all the time. Like with WWE, they're like, oh, you can't say that was a bad match because you have to let it play out. Like Cody losing to Roman Reigns, it's like, oh, that that's not bad. You have to let the story play out. It's been bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not gotten better. Yeah. I don't know, like... but that's that's like the mindset. <laughs> I've been watching. That's like the mindset of some fans of like, oh, I don't think that was a bad match because in a year from now, Cody might beat Roman, and it's like, but what if he doesn't? Like then that's that match is bad, right? Or that decision is and, bad. But yeah, and I'm I'm someone who's quick to be like, okay, I was wrong. Yeah. It turned out for the better. And I will never, you know, I will never be afraid to admit I was mm -hmm. wrong in wrestling decisions. I'm not a booker. I understand that they might see something further down the line than I do. You know, th this could end up for the better. By, by you know, the end of end of year show, it could be beautiful. It could be perfect. I can love everything about this Tam reign and this Tam story and all of this, blah, blah, blah. I could love it all. But, and I will admit, oh, when that time comes, if I do love it all, I will admit, oh, I was wrong. I should, you know. I didn't see it coming, but it, it turned out great. I, that's how I've been saying for the Mina stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't like the Saya match, but, you know, the Knott's Point match, great. And just, like, the vibe of Mina as champion, I've gotten it. Like, I, I understood now. And I, I'm willing to admit, I was wrong. Mina as champion was cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, And that's not the first time. That's not the last time I'll do that. But as of now, Tam being the second most successful women's wrestler in stardom history, don't like yeah. that. If, <laughs> like if, that. Like if, to, if we want to break just it to down. Finish my point though before you go, because I will yeah, let sorry, you go. Sorry, don't sorry. worry. Um, I good. don't think we should or could review this match based on what could happen in six months' time. That's just not how yeah. this works. Like I write about other things other than wrestling. I, I I know I say this a lot. I write about football. Okay, if I was to mm. talk about a football match and say. Oh, they lost by three goals, but they might be good in six months, so it's okay. I would <laughs> football fans would literally find me at my house and hang me. Like they. To be fair, to be fair, football fans are, are psychotic. But... Like I, I've seen, I've seen my team lose by like one point, and they're like, "We need to mm -hmm. fire everybody yeah. on this fucking team. All of the staff, kill them." I'm just like, dude, yeah. it was, it was a goal. <laughs> It <laughs> calm down, yeah. but like you just can't do that in anywhere else, like, or even in a video game. Yeah, no, yeah. I can't say, "Oh, this game is bad," and then in six months there's a patch that makes it good, and like it was still bad when I played it, 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I wrote about this game, it was bad. It might get patched. That was the issue with Street yeah, Fighter Five. Like it might get patched and be good in six months, but I can't write a review based on a patch that could happen in six months' time. So just when I approach wrestling and on this show, I only I can only talk about what happened, not what might happen, because I don't know what might happen. Um so I just wanted to get that out of the way because yeah, this could all end up really good and you and I are happy to say we were wrong. I mean, we took the biggest L possible on Mina and we say it like every chance we get that we were wrong about Mina. So if we're wrong about Tam winning the double belts, then we'll admit to that too. But from how we are now, we don't like it. Um, but yeah, you, you may yeah, go, you that, may do your thing. Bad. I know you're, you're ready to combust. Yeah, um, yeah so, and not saying, because I obviously am not as high on Mina as you are. I think she's great. But, you know, I'm not as high as, on her as you are. So this hurt especially. Um, <laughs> because I only got one great Mina match from me. Right, I w- every everybody knows I wasn't crazy about the Saya match with Mina. That Mina Natsupoi match was like, oh okay, I, I I see it, I see the vision, I get it completely. Let's see where this goes. I wasn't expecting a long Mina run, you know that like I I've been saying this entire time. I thought, oh, you know, right before the five star she'll lose the belt. The five star will be her trying to, you know, kind of like struggling back to, you know, maybe like a runner up position. Um, you know, top four, top five, maybe get an award. You know, like, it, it's this is kind of her cementing run, not necessarily her becoming the ace or becoming like a, you know, the best white belt champion of all time. I, I fully understood that. I fully got that. I fully, you know, accepted that. And I was cool with that. I just wanted to see, oh, okay, she can cook. Let's see what she has next. When the time belt match was announced, I was like, oh, okay, so we're kind of just wasting a month. That kind of sucks, but, you know, maybe the month after... Mina will have a good match. Uh, that's not happening now. And again, for somebody who's not crazy about Mina, that means that like all answers point to Mina has to win something back eventually. Like she can't just never win a belt again. And I don't really like that. <laughs> like I don't think that she should. She for me. She feels entitled to another reign. And I don't think she needs another reign, but because of how they booked her first reign, she needs another reign. Does that make any sense? That's like, she did the whole, you know, hero's journey, getting to the top, finally triumphing, you know, having, proving that she could hang and have a great match against Natsupoi, you know, have this like show-stealing match against Natsupoi, completely vanquishing her, just really like proving that's like, yes, I am somebody to be noticed as champion. And then she just loses it. And it's like, either way, I don't like the forward trajectory of Mina's run. Like, does she win the five-star now? I don't really want to see her win the five-star. I think she's dope. But I don't really want to see her win the five-star. I don't want to see her and Tam again at the end of the year. That's not the match I want to see main event at the end of the year. And that's just the Mina side of it. The Tam side of it, Jesus Christ, man. Tam is not Mayu. Tam is not even Utami. I was talking to Ice Age. You know yep. Ice Age. I was talking to Ice Age, and I was like, you'll get this. How was that not Utami's? <laughs> like, how is this, what is happening right now, not Utami's? <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and I, I get their arguments. Tam's the most popular. You know, Tam is, Tam is in Japan, uh, the most popular wrestler on the com- in the company. A lot of people see her as the female Naito in a way, um, in that way where it's like you always kind of want to lead back to Tam. Um, 
but even Naito has had like these periods of true down and outs, right? Where Shingo's champion and he's not even in the discussion. You know, right now Sonata's champion and Naito's not even in the discussion. Um, Naito has had those periods where he just kind of had to play the back seat. Um, he always eventually finds his way back on top, but you know that I, I feel like Tam hasn't even had to do that. Like she's had to do it for what four months this year. She was she was tag team champion until December. You know what I mean? Like she she just hasn't she hasn't faced ad- adversity as a wrestler, <laughs> like as a character. Like I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm just complaining at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, we said we wouldn't like it for a few reasons. Um, and yeah, to me, it, it's definitely like, I don't like that it's Tam. Because um, it, it just, I don't know, she just doesn't feel like that person, right? Like, as you said, if Tammy mm-hmm. did this in a few years, like, I get it. Because Tam is going to go down as one of the best in stardom's history, you know, when all is said and done. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just an us thing. A perspective thing, but we usually acknowledge that Tom is a big star. Like, we we're one of the first people who were like, Oh, they're pushing her and all the branding, she's going to be a big deal. Like, we've been very accepting of the Tom push, and we were kind of four forerunners of it. Um, but yeah, to me, it just seems weird that she's the one. Like, when you say, Oh, Tom and Mayu are the only two, it just doesn't feel right, you know? That makes me cringe, yeah. like, physically. Like, <laughs> like, it just makes yeah. me like, Oh, like, if like, it was really? Julia. I could make an exception because she's been the main character. And I mean, if it was with yeah. Tammy, I would understand. Yeah. But Tam, it just feels like they're forcing it a little bit. Like just a little bit, they're forcing it with her. Um, that, that's kind of what makes it a bit of a, ugh, Tam, really. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, I don't know. It's, I don't like the decision for a number of reasons. Um, if she drops the white belt to Mirai, cool. Um, most of our worries are. You know, null and void. Sorry, null and void. Um, so <laughs> yeah, most of our worries are null and void. Uh, Mina is back in chaser mode. I get what you said about Mina going back into chase mode, but the way I see it is, um, I kind of think of Dusty Rhodes of like he was always chasing, right? Like he would get the big moment and go back to chasing, and that was where the money was. So I think with Mina, you can almost do that of just have her keep chasing because that's where the money is going to be. And she's going to have great matches in the GP regardless. Um, so I, I think Mina will be fine, even though I would have liked to see her reign continue to... I would have liked to see her drop to Mariah, because I think Mina and Mariah would have been the best match of the year. That too. That too. If Mariah beats Tam, yeah. well, it's dumb. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's an accolade. Like, it's the Tam accolade. That's the point. But Mina versus Mariah was a match that, that mm-hmm. like, had something behind it. I would say. And them, you know, going with Tam instead is kind of... Yeah. It also... I, I mean, I think if Tam does hold them for the long term, the big issue is I don't know if she can juggle stories like that. Like, I don't know if anybody in the current kind of stardom system could juggle a good red belt story and a good white belt story. Because you would have to do two. Because they're not going to unify the belts. So and for now, they're not doing I that. I think if Tam holds them for the long term, you run into that issue of she's going to have Mina chasing for one belt, and she might have like different storylines going for the red belt, but is she going to be able to juggle all of that? I think that would be very difficult for anybody. So The, the, white, belt, the white belt match yeah. is early July, yeah? With Wait, is it June? Um, and then the five star starts 
No, June Sunshine with the trios. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The cage matches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that, that's, that's, and I was, ta- I mentioned that earlier. That's where my frustration comes in is that if you're going to have, be a double champion, you can't have a pay per view where you do a trios match. That's just, like, I get that they have the cage matches on top, and there's a reason for that, but. You have two championships being hung up here for, you know, what, the next month, you know, the next five weeks, and yeah. one of them gets well, defended. They probably weren't going to have maybe one a second on one the gets June defended. show anyway, because they see the cage as the draw there. Yeah. Because they did and that, this but, last year. And I, I get that, you know? and I'm not against that. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, but that's what I mean. They just need more, like, mid to big tier shows. Also, I don't want them to charge <laughs> more pay-per-views because that sucks. It's it's hard. Stardom yeah. Stardom kind of sucks sometimes. Um, it's it's very frustrating. Uh, not even that like it's bad. It's just a very frustrating company sometimes because it's like you need to do more than like like the the issue with not having a weekly TV show is that you can't run big matches randomly. But also the benefit of not having a weekly TV show is that the big matches mm-hmm. actually matter all the time. Um, there's never just like a you know, they're, they're never going to just be like, uh, the, the, you know, this is a title defense that ultimately doesn't matter because it's on TV. That's not how it works. Um, so it's, it's hard because it's like, how do you schedule a double reign going towards the end of the year with the five stars still happening? Um, tag league still to happen. Like two major tournaments are still to come. Uh, they are obviously going to slow down on pay-per-views, you know, pre-existing pay-per-views because they have the five star going on. There's going to be one in August, but Still, that's not going to be of your concern very much. It's just, and again, like you said, if Mariah wins, Mariah wins. Uh, this is not an issue anymore. But it's just all around yeah. a decision I do not like personally, and a decision <laughs> that yeah. baffles me. Um, I will friend. say I felt like genuine disappointment when Mina lost. Um, and I I watched this match twice, and both times I felt that disappointment. Um, which I guess is one of those good things of like I'm not like. Like I, I'm not somebody who's like upset with the company and gonna like stop watching, right? I don't do that kind of nonsense. I just was disappointed because that's a human emotion to feel when you are upset by something. Um, mm-hmm. I know, that's right? Crazy. crazy. And I, I didn't just, that. I didn't just be like, oh, it's fine. I'll be happy regardless. But um, I did feel disappointment, and maybe that'll make me more into whatever they do with Mina because I was genuinely disappointed for her um so i do think they did that quite well of just that sinking feeling when she lost of ah wow that that sucks um see i'm the i'm the alternative because none of the people that like are at the focus i am particularly like fond of you know what i mean like and again i'll say this a million times i think mina's really good but she's just not one of my wrestlers and that happens sometimes you know what i mean like um, there are plenty of wrestlers who, Alex, I'm sure you feel are quite good, but just, you know, they're just not one of mm-hmm. your people, and that happens. Um, so, like, even even the loser, I'm just like, man, <laughs> like, I don't know. This is one of those times where I'm just like, nothing that stardom is providing at the top level, at the top of the card, is stuff that I'm particularly super interested in, um, which is a bit frustrating. It's And it's, it's different from your take, because you feel impacted by this and i feel a bit more um 
apathetic towards yeah. it in a way. Um, but but I get but again that's like a preference thing. That's not me saying oh this is bad because I feel like this. It's just a preference because you know there are good wrestlers. Mina's a good wrestler. Mariah's a good wrestler. Tam is good at what she does. Um, let's say it like that. I think she's a good wrestler a lot of the times. Um, so like it's it's not it's not like a oh this is bad because this is how I feel. It's bad for other reasons. But I I just thought. I'd point that out how of course different of course um so yeah the the post-match stuff then was kind of whatever um mina well not whatever um <laughs> we already went over mina like screaming in frustration and tam talking down to her um mariah showed up to challenge for the white belt uh tam called her a baby and mariah was like yeah cool all right um because mariah has no game when it comes to smack talk um Mina, as I said, put a great promo in the backstage comments. So if you haven't seen that, try and check it out. I know um, HD subs uh, did English translations for it, and it was a really, really good promo. She's uh, she's one of the best in Joshi at, at talking. And I would say the best in the world, but people will probably get annoyed at me and be like, oh, no, this guy is, is better, and I don't care. Um, but, yeah, Mina laid out her, her kind of story very well. And I find it hard not to want to root for her after seeing all that she went through after this. Um, Tam, she didn't she didn't tease as much. Um, she just kind of said, oh, yeah, I have a new challenger. I know she has teased in the media that she wants to challenge Mayu for the IWGP belt. Um, you, you'd have... Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. If, if that match happens, and obviously there are three possible outcomes, if that match then is a draw, um, dumb. Why would you do that? Uh, just don't. Just avoid the match. Um, if that match happens and Mayu wins, base the most base decision yeah. of all oh. time. <laughs> Quite frankly, like she should she should be the Triple H in WWE 12. You know, what I mean that that's what we should or the Sheamus, not not Triple H, the Sheamus oh, yeah. in WWE 12. Was where they get all the belts. Give her the artist belt too. No, it's 12. Uh, 13 was 13. Oh, it, they was did not... story mode. Oh, I thought um, it was 13. Was the invasion from WCW or something? No, that it, twelve was the invasion, oh, the Sheamus, right. okay, and the Triple okay. H. I thought that was Edge. thirteen. Um, WWE thirteen. Thirteen was the uh, was the beginning of like oh, showcase yeah, yeah. mode with the with the Attitude Era. Yeah, it was you know. Um, I'm a big WWE game fan, if you guys couldn't tell. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I want Mayu to have every single belt possible. I think that would be so funny. That is one of those times where it's like this makes no sense. It probably shouldn't happen. But it's Mayu, so fuck it. Let's go. This is dope. Um, I'm cool with that. But and if Tam wins, we're burning it down. <laughs> we're yeah. I don't over. think I it's, it's keep going. Company's finished. Yeah. Company's a triple finished. crown. Like a triple crown would be um, fun if Mayu did win, assuming it was for her movie or something. Um, but yeah, you would obviously have to split them. Eventually. I mean, yeah, you know, is always the issue. Yeah, I mean, yes, but. And I mean, but Mayu can lose. That's the beautiful thing, is that it's like, Mayu is not afraid to lose, except for if it's Kyrie and she's not getting paid enough. Um, or wait, no, it's yeah. the other way around. That's the other way around. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, she's not afraid to win unless she gets paid enough. But, so, yeah, I mean, if Mayu wins the Triple Crown, that's that's the that's the stardom finale in the good way. Um, that's the stardom finale of a good show finale. Um, if Tam wins, that's the How I Met Your Mother finale. We don't want yeah. that, okay? I don't know if I you do. get that reference. Okay. We don't want that. Um, all right. Well, that was that show. Um, you were less mm. hateful towards Tam and Mina than I expected, but maybe four days has soothed pain. Um, yeah. A interesting show. 
like I said, it just kind of turned into apathy yeah, in a lot of fair. ways. Like that that main event scene. And you know what's really funny is like the one thing I was really looking forward to coming out of the show was the qualifying mm-hmm. league because I was like, there are so many heavy hitters in that. Like you know, I, I'm really excited to see them like fight for this spot, even if it's just a you know a single elimination tournament or even if it's like that Naniwa Rumble where they do like a big gauntlet match. Fucking Rumble. <laughs> they put them in a Rumble. Yeah. Fuck me, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we have three shows to preview as well. Uh, the first one is on the second of June. Yeah. Uh, this is Fiberplex presents New Blood Nine and the Shinagawa Intercity Hall in Tokyo. The opening match is Saeeda and Hanan versus Kohaku and Roka. Um, so Kohaku obviously representing Pro Wrestling Wave. Uh, this should be fun. And um, I don't know who's going to lose. Saeeda is going to lose, isn't she? Yeah, it's probably that's, Kohaku. That's pretty great, actually. Uh, the next match then is Waka Skiyama and Sexy Dynamite Princess. One of the few people, one of the few people I'm cool with. Cool Fair with enough. Pinning um, like yeah. Waka run, and run Princess against Chairman Ram and Mika Ozaki. That's probably another Mika Ozaki win. Yeah. Um, one thing that's funny is that it says question mark, question mark, question mark about yeah. uh, Sexy Dynamite Princess's affiliation mariah may has been saying that sexy dynamite princess is in cosmic Kane or club venus all right Whatever. somebody um, has to tell the website guy to get a shit together yeah, then yeah. graceful mariah, really. may, mariah may mariah may uh, great spokesperson for club venus problem is um the japanese don't listen to her because she <laughs> speaks english <laughs> um, that's true i'm pretty sure she speaks a lot of japanese though so yeah she's she's, she's been learning a lot of japanese actually yeah that's another thing that I talked to you about briefly is that it's like Mariah May feels like she's like the the roster seems like they really like Mariah May because like even just her interactions like on Twitter with Ami Sore were just really like wholesome and sweet and it feels like people just on the roster have really taken a, a liking to her because um, they're very open to just like I don't know they're putting a lot of effort into like kind of doing bits with her and that is notable because in the past not oh that doesn't always happen oh. it was kind of just like Oh, so I'm Starlight Kid's tag team partner, so me and Starlight Kid are cool, and nobody else pays attention to you. But Mariah May feels like she has a, a healthy relationship with the roster. She's a part of the roster, so that's that yeah. helps. Um, so. Yeah, uh, the next match then is Hanako and Aya Sakura versus Mariah and Amisore. Okay, we're going to pretend that doesn't exist. The next Hanako match, carry? The next match is a passion <laughs> injection match. Nanai Takahashi versus Mai Sakurai. And Nanai is going to win and put this bitch in her place, and it's going to be great. Yeah, and my will still find a way to cut a promo great. after. Yeah, did you see that? Uh, my Sakurai, Akira Hokuto, Rossi, and Julia went out to dinner the other night. That's that incredible. Crazy. That is yeah, incredible. Just a crazy amalgamation of people. Yes. Uh, Akira Hokuto got Rossi a hat for a belated birthday present. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I love Hokuto. She's great. Um, but yeah, Nanai yeah. is winning. You, no. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> what? Yeah, obviously not. Right. If she doesn't, we're going to have problems. That is fair. The next match is the Supernova 5-match series, the final. Miyu Amasaki mm-hmm. versus Azumi. So Azumi's winning. Queen's Quest is falling, man. <laughs> of course. Yeah, Azumi's winning. Uh, the match after that is a Future of Stardom Championship match, Rina versus Lady C. Uh, Rina's definitely retaining there. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't suspect Lady C ever gets this belt. So. I mean, does she ever get any belt? That's the thing. Uh, like maybe, yeah. she, maybe she, maybe she needs a quick. She'll probably get the new blood tag belts eventually. There's not that many teams. 
Um, Then we have, speaking of the New Blood tag belts, the Bloody Fate team of Karma and Starlight Kid versus Tomoka and Azusa Inaba of Just Tap Out. Uh, Did you see, actually, the match announced for Tomoka Inaba yesterday? Yes, I did. That is Uh, incredible. We're going crazy. Oh, my God. Um, What is it? It's it's Inaba and Yuri um, uh, Yuri against... why am I forgetting names? Takumi it's, and uh, Iroha and Momono. Momono. Yes. Momono. So that is a fantastic match. That is on the Ganbari Joshi uh, show at Ota Ward, actually, which is, you know, the venue we were just talking about. Are they about. running Ota Ward? That's yeah, crazy. I think Ganjo won, or Ganbari runs it once a year for Saki Gahara. Um, but yeah, that's that's a fantastic match. And that'll be on Wrestle Universe. So if you if you have Wrestle Universe, yes, it will. Um, next month you will be able to see. Uh, Tomoka, Inaba, and Yuri probably. against uh, Takumi Aroha and Mia Momono, which is fantastic. Probably the best Joshi match you'll see on Wrestle Universe. Oh, time. easily, yeah. Well, I mean, Rika Tatsumi is on there. Rika <laughs> Tatsumi. You gotta, you know. Yeah, and I mean, the... yeah. That said, if yeah, Tomoka and match. Takumi start kicking each other, it's over. Five stars. I am, I am actually retiring, so. Yeah. Be great, and yeah. Yuri is great too. Have you seen Man, Yuri? That... She kicks the shit out of people. But in the Mayu, she been, she been yeah, doing she better. kicks people in the Mayu way of I'm not skilled at this, so I'm gonna leather the fuck out of your spine. It's just, it's just kind of like wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah Yuri, Yuri's pretty cool. So uh, that's a great match. Uh, this will be a fun match, I think. Kid and Kid and Inaba do really, really well. Or it's Kid and Tomoka uh, do really well together. Yeah, you got Yeah, you have to specify it now. But yeah, Kid and Tomoka do really, really well together. So I expect they'll kind of carry the match. Um, it should be fun, and then Azusa is going to take the pin because that's what she does. Which sucks. They should win the belts. <laughs> I don't care if she's if she's six months in. Give Azusa her first belt. Yeah, why not? Company that she does not belong to. I mean, if anybody <laughs> was going to like get them, it would be Tomoka because they do seem to like her. Yeah, uh, probably probably like the best tag team wrestler in God's Eye. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably maybe. Well, I mean, sure, sure. Holy shit, and, we have I a mean, park like, in this weekend. Like... Jesus Christ! All right. <laughs> oh, it's oh shit. That's the that's the yeah. Big one too, isn't so it? yeah, we need it. All right, move that's, on. that's sorry. That's Dina new Boone. blood. It'll be fun. It'll be free on the YouTube. Um, <laughs> this first match. If you oh. like Kohaku, check out Wave or check out her Makoto Shindo stuff. If you like Tomoka Inaba, watch that Gambare match that we're talking about. Um, and if you like Azusa. I don't know. I don't know what to tell Cry. you. Uh, watch, watch. Go watch that match from last month again. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, just have outputs the stuff on YouTube now. They do. Yeah. Since when? It's only like some of the shows, though. It's it's kind of odd. Oh. Yeah, but um, they do kind of put it put it on there. Um. Anyway, the oh Jesus, you were right. The opening match <laughs> of the next the next show is on June third at Utsunomiya, the Light Cube Utsunomiya. Um, the opener is, or no, Miyu Amasaki versus Aya Sakura. Yes. Woof. Um, this is making me realize that a lot of a lot of the younger wrestlers have a lot of blue and gold on their gear. Yeah. That is an astute <laughs> like, observation. Like I guess the entire roster it just has a lot of blue and gold. I was like, you can you could switch it up a little bit. Thank you for that. Hmm. Where where would we be without you? Um, the match we after need, that. We need Amy on the podcast to talk about gear. Oh Lord, maybe. Um, the next match anyway is Hina versus Saida versus Rina. Incredible. Uh, Saida might win. 
a match. Inshallah, God willing. <laughs> All right. Uh, the match after that is Micah, Suzu Suzuki, and May Sarah. Can they just make this a faction official, please? Like... Uh, is Micah still in DDM? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I know she is, just, but like. Just about, in name only. Um, and they're against Momonabe, yeah. Starlight Kid, and Raka. Um, yeah, probably a Micah team win. DD Mino. DDM in name only. Uh huh. Um, That's Micah. And... Um, wait, who did you say was going to win? Uh, Micah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we have Siri, Mariah, and Amisore against Lady C, Unimizumori, and Hanako. So, yeah, I mean, God's are winning, of course. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, the match after that then is our new trios champions, Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla, taking on Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, and Fukigen Death. And, uh, well, DDM is winning that one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, Maybe. Oh wait, no, we're we're still a month oh. out from Saki Kashima's death match. Yes. Death match against mm. death. Because I was gonna say maybe Tekla teases a Saki match. Yeah, possibly. But I doubt they do that right now. Um, the match after that then is uh oh this is a spicy, spicy one yeah <laughs> Tabunakano Natsupoi and sorry Ano versus Tamiha Shishida Sayakamitani and Azumi. That's probably a draw if I had to guess. It's it's a. It's a draw unless Utami and Saya really have problems. Oh, yeah, and that's... then Tam just beats Saya, maybe? Mm. Beats Utami? Natsupoi rolls one of them up? I don't know. Possibly. Not sure, though. I, I, I would call it a draw, though. Yeah. Um, the main event then of the show is Mai Utani, Hazuki, Koguma, Hanan, and Momokogo of Stars versus Mina Shirakawa, Wakasukiyama, Mariah May, Zena, and Jesse of Club Venus. And, um, well... I guess Stars wins. Excuse me. Maybe. <laughs> I think probably yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Um. Maybe Mina over. But no. Mm. Is and Momokogo's in that? Did you say? Yeah. Maybe Mina over Momokogo. But I, I would just run with Stars winning. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I think that would be easier. Yeah. For sure. Um. Then we have a Corkin Hall show on the fourth of June. This is uh this is called Stardom in Corkin, June. <laughs> it's you. Oh my Great goodness! Name. God Sorry. bless you. That was so that was so in there too. Like you sneezed into the microphone, Sorry. my brother. It was a very like <laughs> it came from very deep inside of me. That one. Um, this Corkin is kickstarted by a match that is Tekla versus Momoko. Go. It's Fukigen death. This is incredible. What a crazy. Yeah. Also, I want to say, um, Starm World almost caught up. Wow. Uh, they have two shows. They have two shows. Wait, hold on. One second. They have two and. No, they have two shows to catch All up. All right. From last week, and then we're there. So we might actually see this match. Incredible. That's Big fun. True. Um. Then we have Saida. Koguma and Hazagi versus Raka, Natsuko Tora, and Momo Watanabe. That could be in a way to tie win, possibly. I could see it either mm. way. Because I, I would say Raka and Ida are roughly the same level right now. And then the other two are tag team challengers. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, pretty much either All way. Alright, uh, the next match then is Mariah and Amisore versus Minishirakawa and Mariah May. Uh, God, who knows? What? Wait. <laughs> What? Yeah. This feels like it could be like a tag title match like yesterday. Yeah. They're giving it up. That's crazy. Um, 
I don't know. I guess the new era is probably win. Mariah rarely loses, but I feel like Mariah is gonna, you know, win a lot. They might draw mm, on a Karkin if they want to set up a tag title on this match. This Karkin, actually, especially if they want to set up a tag title match. Yeah, I guess. I oh, but there, there's this. It does look kind of rough because mm -hmm. that might be. A well, draw, where would you do a, a tag title match? Aren't all of these people booked? There the are so many problems with stardom schedule yes. right now <laughs> that I don't want to think okay. about. Because <laughs> um, he was asked that question, it's the most valid question, and I just hate it. I hate okay. it. I hate All right. It. It's okay. It's okay. Don't it. calm, calm, calm down. It's okay. Don't worry. This is where the hate comes <laughs> from. Um, the next match, then, is a passion injection match. It's Nanai Takahashi versus Yuna Mizumori. Uh, we love to see it. Yuna, Nanai is going to win, obviously. Yeah, be fun. Um, I wonder if this, like, Sets anything up for seven up. Possibly? Not even sets anything up, but like I has hope any implications so. for it should, the future. But who knows? Um, match after yeah. that is Azumi and May Sarah versus Starlight Kid and Saki Kashima. Um, maybe like May <laughs> will pin somebody to get herself in the high speed title picture. I feel like Saki Kashima pins probably May yeah. Um. The next match on the show is Natsupoi and Sori Anu versus Xena and Jesse. And well, we know who's winning that. It'd be so funny if, if this is where the implosion happens and Xena finds a win in Incredible, her last really. match. Why not? Why the hell That'd not? That'd be so funny. Um, we, then we have yeah. Generational Struggle match number one. Okaskiyama, Mai Sakurai, and Lady C versus Miyu Masaki, Hanako, and Aya Sakura. So yeah, this would be just the... Yet another Hanako character. Yeah, right. That's crazy. Wait, why is Miyu there? she's part of that generation. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess she did just debut a year ago. She's new. Um, then we have what we're all here for. Generational struggle match number two. Tam Nakano, Mayu Iwatani, Siri, and Julia against Utami Hayashishita, Sayakamitani, Micah, and Suzu Suzuki. Something tells me this is going to have a lot of story implications, I expect Utami might lose because of her and Saya finally blowing up. And afterwards, we will also see something with Mike and Suzu. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Julia's right there. So, I mean, Julia is involved with this Suzu Mike stuff. Um, I could see, I could see, like, I would do Mayu over Utami. Because I feel like Mayu always kind of has an edge over Utami, and like that's the one struggle is that even though Mayu, even though Utami beat Mayu for her world championship, she's just never really been able to figure her out truly. Um, her arms are too short to box with God, so to speak. Uh, so I, I would do Mayu over Utami, but I mean, pretty much any of these four can beat Utami. That's the beauty of this match is that it feels like there should be a winner. Like, I don't expect a draw out of this. It could be a draw, but I don't expect one. Um, so there's a lot that they could do with this, and I'm, I'm interested. It could be really, really Yeah, I mean, this is like eight of their best wrestlers, so um, <laughs> obviously it's going to be great, but I think uh, this could just be a blowing yep. blow up for a lot of the storylines that they're running with these people. Who do you think is the weakest wrestler in this match? Mm, uh, Tam? I'm looking at two, and personal bias says See, definitely. I feel like on her best day, Tam is great, <laughs> but I feel like the others are just more consistent, but it's probably her or Micah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, no, I, I would say it's, it's one of those two. I would personally, because, again, preference, I would say Tam is probably weakest. But, uh, you know, Mike is probably closer to her than the rest of them are. It's hard, though. These are all really good wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously. <laughs> we all we knew that when it was announced. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see the implications more than anything, honestly. Because, um, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm just I just want things to start heating up that's not Tam Nakano. <laughs> like just give me give me a story that's interesting that doesn't involve Tam Nakano. And she's in this match, so I'm hope for yeah, a while. That's that's but fair. Um something. you know, it is what it is. All right, we've been here for over yeah. two hours. I am tired, you are tired. There's a match ne- there's a show next Wednesday, but it's it's a house show. There there's no just just run it. Just run it. it I right. won't even say it. So a word. this is on the seventh of June in Maybara. Never heard of it. Um the opening match is Momokogo and Aya Sakura versus Lady C and Miyu Amasaki. After that is Saki Kashima versus Wako Skiyama. Then we have an eight woman tag, Suri, Marai, Amisori, and Hanako versus Natsuko Tora, Momoanabe, Starlight Kid, Akuraka. Uh we then have Utami, Hayashishita, Saya Kamatani, and Azumi versus Siori Ano, Suzuki, and Mei Sarah. Um, then it's pretty. Tam, Natsupoi, and Yuna versus Mina Shirakawa, Mariah May, and Zina. And we close out with Mayu Utani, Hazuki, Koguma, and Saya Ida versus Julia, Micah, Mai Sakurai, and Hekla. That's weird that Micah is in DDM on yeah, this show. They might change it. Who knows? It could definitely. Yeah, but um, but that is that is all. That is and... there is so much we talked so much. Oh yeah, because next Friday is. Yeah, there's there's stuff happening. It do be yeah. do be going. Anyway, we will be back next week to discuss the Corkin and the New Blood show. Uh, Micah's once again in DDM on that Friday right. show. So maybe oh. nothing will happen. Who knows? We will see. Um, maybe 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 Micah will turn on Susan. possibly. Um, but yeah, that is that. Uh, it's time to close the show, I imagine. Unless you have any comments. Yes, All right. it is. If Not you want to really. stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo.